What's going on, best friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I'm your host, Kyle Stevenson, aka Who That Ninja 73, and it's been a while, friends. I apologize, but things have been crazy. I went to PAX East, which was phenomenal, had a great time, a kind of funny world tour. Let me tell you, what an insanely rewarding in a weird, not super egotistical way of saying, but that day was super rewarding and I loved it. And I'm so happy people came out. I'm so happy that everyone was, um, and this is going to sound like I wasn't expecting it, but I'm happy they were respectful because if you don't know, uh, kind of funny came to New York two weekends ago. Um, we had a place booked out, for 150 people in the back of a bar somewhere in New York City. Um, and there was close to probably 600 people there. <laughs> it was a lot. But it was a great time. Uh, like I said, I'm happy that everyone was respectful. And they didn't... If they were upset, they didn't really take it out on anybody. Which was fantastic. Um, I'm so happy they came out. I hope that we showed them that... Uh, East Coast needs some more love from Kind of Funny, and um, I can't wait to see them again and hang out and talk. But uh, you know what I did do? I hung out with a ton of new best friends, and I got to know a lot of really cool people, which I hope come on the show again. Or not again. Hope come on the show in the near future. See, I'm a little rusty, but I'm working through it. I'm not going to do another take either. You're getting my first take, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so without further ado, my guest this week is somebody who was up for the Kind of Funny World Tour, uh, meetup in New York City. He lives in a Florida, uh, a proud member of Duval County. Uh, it is the one and only Jacob Alexander Plique, I think, is that, or Plick? We talked about it in the episode. Uh, but, uh, Jacob's fantastic. Um, I met him at Kind of Funny Life 3 briefly. We got to know each other more during Kind of Funny Prom. And then this past, uh, weekend from the world tour got to talk to him even more Jacob's fantastic here we chatted for over two hours here um another person who just really bring fills your hype meter man it, it's hard to not be hyped listening to Jacob uh nerd out nerd out about the things he loves and is passionate about it which we have a great conversation about in this episode um I loved having him on. I love having you as listeners and friends, and I love you all very, very much. So without further ado, let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this.
Jacob, thanks for joining me on this very long-awaited episode. Yes, yes, indeed. What's up? What's going on, man? Uh, Not much, dude. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's 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 funny. I think we do we we first start to think about talk about this at prom, maybe, or maybe before that. Most likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I think I think it's interesting, right? Because like I I love like like kind of funny best friend origin stories. Um, like who like how did X meet Y? And I think like we like. We were first in the same room at Kind of Funny Life 3, but, like, we didn't really know yeah. each other, and then, like, the circles eventually aligned between Absolutely. the year of 3 and prom, and then and yeah. here we are. Yeah, I remember being at 3, just being, like, first of all, star tr- star tr- uh, starstruck, right. um, because I never I did not meet the guys at all yet, right. um, and then just, that was my first time ever on a plane out to San Francisco. Yeah, I remember that. I thought that was so wild. Yeah, it's my family did not do vacations yeah. when we were younger. I think the only vacation we went to was um, Amish country in Pennsylvania, which was that's awesome. a great old time for seven year old. Oh child. my god, yeah, I bet. Yeah, all the all the video games and electronics out there. I can oh, God, yeah, I can only imagine. You were it's, it's like being in Times Square. <laughs> Listen, if you want to know how to make a candle, I'm your guy. Like, I, I know Pray that. It. Uh, but yeah, I just remember kind of funny life three just being overwhelmed with such joy, right? And then at prom, like I saw you again, and it was just. You always exude such a positive energy. Oh, thank you, man. And, and which is why I love you, and I'm happy. I love you too. You came up. We came up to New York for the um, world tour, which was amazing. Yeah, man, absolutely. Have you? Have you? Uh, you're still. Uh, well, I think we're both still kind of recovering from. Oh god, <laughs> the, <laughs> those two weeks. Back, that's why the, this is the first show back. Right, sure. Uh, the week before that was Pax East. Mm-hmm. I was gone for four or five days. Right. I got back, had two days to kind of recoup my sleep cycle, and then it was Friday night NXT Takeover, Saturday World Tour, which was insane. Right. Sunday Mania, Monday Raw, Tuesday SmackDown. Yeah, dude. Like I thought, like I'm my so, schedule so was 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 crazy. The fact that you went to Takeover and then the Barcade afterwards is still so. Yeah mind-boggling to me that is like that is wild so so kudos to you yeah. sir yeah no it it was a lot but i'm happy i was able to come because like it was a major weekend yeah it was basically our kind of funny live right right that's what's crazy and also actually shout out to all the all the peeps and all uh from, from kind of you know nyc that helped yeah. set up including yourself and everybody like you guys rocked it thank you thank you we need to uh make sure we get a bigger place yeah that place was wow. That was amazing. We walked up. We walked up because we left the uh, what was the place called? The Penzi. Yeah, like the food court thing early to go over and try to set up. And we walked in. It's like, oh no, this is not. Yeah, they they held a place for like 150 people or something, and that was only the back part of the bar. No. And yeah, there was no way just that took, was going to took that shit me. over so quick. It, Within a half an hour, it was out the door. It was insane. Yeah, I remember. I think I turned um, the corner and I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Exactly. Uh, but I want to talk to you. Uh, we'll talk about that later sure. um, during the kind of funny um, segment. But uh, you were also at Mania. I was. How was your Mania experience? So, so uh, it, actually, really fun. Um, this was the fourth Mania that I've been to live. Um, I first went um, to the one in Dallas, and then uh, followed by. What was it? Dallas, Orlando, New Orleans, and then obviously New York, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing about the Dallas trip, um, before we get into this mania, is yeah. that I went on absolutely no sleep 
Um, we'll touch on this a little bit, you know, into uh, how I got into kind of or you know my kind of funny origin story, so to speak. But yeah, um, I I worked overnight at the time um, as a uh, as a as a systems engineer doing a lot of infrastructure patching and, and monitoring and things like that for outages and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Um, I'm just gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna. So I got off of work at sat on Saturday or well Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Took a flight to Dallas and then went. Pretty much, you know, dropped my stuff off at the Airbnb and went right to right to AT and T Park. Oh my god, that's like the most exhausting like forty eight hour period of my entire yeah. life. But it was so so worth it. Um, yeah. How is that 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 uh, that stadium to be pretty like, awesome? Because as we're both football fans, yeah. and I, I see it more than you do right. being a Giants fan. I have to watch the Cowboys right. way too many times. <laughs> but uh, like that place is impressive. Yeah, no, it's a very pretty stadium. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a little hard to appreciate when you're kind of delirious on, you know, yeah. haven't slept in 40 hours. I mean, I but I, I've been back since. Um, the Cowboys kicked the Jaguars' ass. Um, and I just so happened to have the privilege of seeing that live, which was yeah. incredibly unfortunate. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's an incredibly – that's an expensive-ass stadium. They don't call it Jerry's World for nothing. Um, how, how crazy is that screen, dude? Because that screen is insane. It's what the whole football field from um, twenty to twenty almost. Well, see, the thing is, is I'm biased. Like our boards here in Jacksonville are far superior in every every way. Uh, so, gotcha. okay. so they they can they can have them. Uh, but we we have the best boards in the world, and also we have pools. So screw you, Dallas. Boom. That's true. That's true. But uh, anyway, to, to this to this year's <laughs> WrestleMania, um, this is the best WrestleMania I've been to. Um, I had a total blast. Um, and, and what's interesting is, is I got there and I was dog tired, man, like absolutely exhausted. But I knew if the show was going to be good, that I would be right into it. And like, we, we got, you know, we started hot with Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. And, oh, yeah. and I was great, like, great match. And it, and it, and honestly, I think we, we talked about this, um, afterwards, probably the most paced. What well, pace WrestleMania I've been to for sure, if oh, not yeah, for sure for a long time. Um, There's a couple things I would have changed. Sure. Like, you can't have Batista, Triple H, and then Angle, Corbin follow each other. It's just a bunch of old guys. Yeah, it was a bathroom break so, match, man. Isn't that yeah. you know? But uh, no, I had a blast. Um, getting out of there was a nightmare. Oh my god. Oh, you're telling me. What time did you end up getting? I home? I got home about almost five, like uh, about five thirty in the morning. Um, yeah, I got home at six. And and just to keep just for. For context, folks, like the show ended at twelve thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. an utter nightmare waiting for a train just covered mm-hmm. in in rain and cold and yeah. awfulness. Um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I remember there was one drunk guy next to me because I was also waiting on that train line, right. and he was so drunk. And some guy was just playing music, just trying to like black all the nasty rain right. and just. The negativity out and he turns to me like Don't, wouldn't it be better if he changed the song i was like no it'd be better if i got on this train yes and then he just kept bothering me over and over again and luckily i did not resort to violence because yeah. i almost did because i was so freaking tired dude it was uh, if it if, if people weren't so tired i think it would have been a riot like it, it got really oh. bad and and i can't because i went to mania when i was back at metlife for 29 mm-hmm. um and I took the trains and everything, and I do not remember it being that bad. Really? I feel like they did not plan enough and didn't no. have enough trains going back and forth. It was insane. Yeah, dude. Like, someone was saying that it was uh, – someone who was in, in line with me that had went to WrestleMania 29 and it said it was just as bad, which is almost yeah. even worse because, like, you, they already knew that this was going to happen and they just yeah. didn't do anything to – 
to change. Yeah. I mean, even for Giants games, it's right. not that bad. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and I yeah, and I've been to a Giants uh, Giants yeah. game, and we got another pretty quick. Um, well, I won't say pretty quick. We had to use the the bus terminal lines to get back, mm. but it wasn't anything like this. Yeah, no, not not at all. Um, so we we mentioned uh, you being a Jaguars fan. Duval, um, so there it is. Uh, Jacksonville, that's where you're from. Indeed, born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. Sweet. Which is which is strange because um, it's it's very rare to be born and raised Jacksonville. Um, my uh, my family is actually originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, um, and uh, they actually um, moved out. Um, here because while they were pregnant with me, my dad got laid off of work, mm. and he had two. He got two job offers that he could have pursued: one in Oklahoma City, one in Jacksonville. Thank you, Dad, for choosing Jacksonville. No offense to Oklahoma City folks out there, but F- mm-hmm. Florida is where it's at. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, so yeah, that uh, that's what got me got me here. Um, it's it's interesting because it's a very you know big military town. We have two military bases in Jacksonville. One. Submarine base out in Kings Bay, Georgia, which is not too far away. Um, and we, uh, you know, so there's a lot of people that aren't from here. Um, a lot of folks actually come from, you know, New York, New Jersey to come down here. Um, and I think, and I've been, I've been really trying to think about like why that's happening. Don't get me wrong. I love Jacksonville. Duval mm-hmm. Till I Die is a very common thing said down here. Um, but I think people are grew, also grew tired of the Orlando's and the Miami's. Um, and they saw Jacksonville as their, I can go to Orlando if I want, but I don't have to live there. So yeah. Uh, and what makes uh, Jacksonville so special? Like, I, like you are famous. I'm going to say famous because I've heard you on TV at the Giants game. Uh, yeah, you, you, and you did it minutes ago. Yes, uh, the Duval screen. Yeah, man. And I'm, Jacksonville's in Duval County. Yes, yes, it is. Um, it's okay. so Duval County itself um, is. Is so Jacksonville's just a, a part of it. Um, Duval County is specifically actually kind of backing up. Like there's the the it's the largest like county like like city space by landmass outside of one city in Alaska in the entire United States. The wow. the thing that makes it special though is just the I, in my in my opinion and many people's opinion down here is it's the biggest small town in the world, man. Because everybody knows everyone. Um, mm-hmm. I'll go and, um, I'll go out with a, you know, with a buddy of mine and we'll see someone we saw, we haven't seen in like eight or nine years. Um, I went on a date and I saw someone I haven't seen in 15 years. Uh, so wow. it's, it, 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 and these are consistent, consistent things that happen on a weekly, you know, sometimes daily basis. It's amazing. Um, which is crazy to think about the fact that there's over a million friggin' people here. <laughs> wow. That is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I love it. Um, and do, do you envision staying there for the rest of your life? I do. I do. I do. Um, I especially, you know, when um, especially being in the the, the tech industry, um, remote by default is becoming more and more common. So mm-hmm. it, your geo- your ge- geographical location is less important than maybe it ever has been. Um, mm-hmm. It would it would require a lot. Um, it would require in and it and honestly, it would be you know probably. Probably New York because I, I love New York so much. Um, yeah. And uh, and you know on an outside you know crazy train um, somewhere in Japan, which I'm in love with too. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it's funny because the, the 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 being heard on, on television is becoming <laughs> um, a bit of a thing now. I guess well not a thing, yeah. but like it's it's funny because it's not like that's never the goal. It's just you know yeah. I'm, I'm proud of who I am and where I'm from yeah. and. Um, and that's, and also it just happens. I had the gift of gab and the ability to be loud. Um, 
Yeah. You probably have heard Jacob on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me let me give a little background on that because I think there was some there was You told me this during last week yeah, yeah, yeah. or two weeks ago. Yeah, right. So it's so funny because I, I think there were a few people that were a little upset about that, which is okay. Uh but <laughs> it, it was not the intention, um, even though it certainly sounds like that. Uh yeah. <laughs> so I have um kind of brought in um you know a bit of a kind of funny Duval crew together and uh, they are, are very much aware of the Duval things. And, uh, so we were, we, so a lot of the guys hadn't been by the studio or seen the studio before and they were leaving to go to, to the airport right afterwards. So I figured, you know, why not, uh, hey, let's, you know, give one big Duval for the road. Um, wasn't even thinking of the time that it was at. Uh, this just happens to be right in the first, I think, five or ten minutes of, of Kind of Funny Games Daily, and yeah. it, uh, <laughs> it made air. <laughs> yeah, it did. Every, I, I think it was, was it Tim and Greg? Um, it was Tim and someone. Because um, I remember they just dead silent. Yeah. And they just kind of looked. And, like, what the hell was that? I think Cool Greg came out. Yeah. I was like, oh, it. Which is, which is, I, which is funny, because we, we ended up stealing him and going to Beep Center <laughs> Oh, so awesome. it ended up kind of being a call to arms by accident. Uh, yeah. that's a- and Kevin was yelling to like go home. Yeah, he he, he ran outside and yelled at us to go home. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, I love those guts. Um, so you, you mentioned uh, you work uh, in the tech field. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I know of your job is you purposely break shit. I do. At least that's what it seems like. I do. Um, te- I do. Tell us about that job, because that seems like an amazing oh, man. creative type of job. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. So um, I'm a solutions architect for a company called Gremlin, um, and uh, what we do is something called chaos engineering. And essentially, it's the discipline of um, putting together experiments um, to design to um, implement failure um, on purpose so you can build more resilient infrastructure and applications. Um, so that's, of course, the very, like, you know, responsible PR way of me saying it. But essentially, mm-hmm. correct, uh, we break shit on, on purpose, which is just amazing. Um, so yeah. it's 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 really – well, one, it's really, really fun because you get to break things. Um, but but yeah. even more importantly than that, you get to learn things. Um I'll, just to give a small example, um, I uh, was running a, a game day, which is essentially think about like you know you put together a couple of different experiments together, and um, you're trying to trying to learn more. Um, if this if this um, application breaks, right, or in in this way, you know this is what do I expect to happen? Think scientific method, right? I, mm-hmm. This is I'm, I want to prove out my hypothesis, and then how am I going to observe that? Um, and then that essentially, you know, if it if it breaks in the way that I expected or something doesn't happen, great, then I can check that box. If it doesn't, oh crap, I've got some work to do because uh, something happened unexpectedly. So it, it gets really, really interesting. Um, and, and you know, we, we work with a lot of really cool companies too, so that always, that always helps. <laughs> Is that something uh, that you wanted to get into like when you were younger, like the tech solution type thing? It's 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 uh, no, that's a really good question. Um, I so chaos engineering itself is actually really really new, um, but um, it, at least on the on the surface of the way that it's being being done right now. But um, mm-hmm. it goes way back to like the early days of, of Amazon um, where uh, there's this guy named uh, Jesse Robbins, I believe that he would go into a data center and then just, and just grab a cable, unplug it 
and then just wait to see what would happen. Who who's going to respond to this? If they don't, if the, you know, if they do respond to it, if they don't respond to it, then guess what? Now we know we have a problem. Um, yeah. And then that it kind of evolved. Um, the, the the Amazon is and who everybody knows um, is a big you know was a big kind of start starter for this. Netflix is a normal one. Um, it's actually the reason why they're so damn reliable now is because they, they did this. Um, and then, uh, actually the CEO of Gremlin, um, worked there and actually left to build this company. So, uh, so it, it's a, it's a cool tale. Um, so yeah, it's, so it's been around for, for a really, really long time. Um, I, um, my, my kind of tech history grew, um, and I shout out to my mom on this one. Um, I've always been a, a, a huge kind of, kind of, kind of tinkering nerd, um, you know, build a computer, break, break shit, which is ironic now, right? Um, yeah. which is great. Um, and, but I always did it as a hobby. And my mom, um, was like, well, son, maybe you should, maybe you should consider doing this as a career. And I was like, yeah, no, because when it comes to your mom, it's not cool. So you automatically reject the idea. <laughs> so, um, so I, I went into um, more of a customer service because uh, I knew that like talking was my thing, and so that that allowed me to you know work from retail to customer service to technical support. I actually worked at a cable company doing tech support for a while, um, and that kind of led me into the IT help desks and desktop support and system engineering, which. Is what led me to, to chaos engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been wild, but I love it. What is the uh, the typical road like if someone wants to? Uh, if that sounds interesting to them, how would what kind of classes do you have to take? Let's say like in, in college. See, that's a good question because I'm I'm actually I'm actually a self taught guy. Um, I am a I think five time college dropout. Um, it was oh, never okay. it was never enough for me because I I as much as I like science and history and stuff like that, this was just not. You know, something I wanted to study, and um, mm-hmm. I, I hated math as early as I, as long as I can remember. Same, and, and I'm, I'm a teacher, <laughs> right? Exactly, and and I, and I always argued with my dad, and like, yeah, okay, great, this college algebra class, um, this is not going to do anything for me, and uh, and and guess what? I was right, and uh, I even though. It was probably kind of rude. I was, I definitely let them know that I was right. And uh, yeah. <laughs> especially with getting this job, I've been working at Gremlin since um, September of last year. So about seven months, eight months now. And uh, so I definitely was like, told you, I win. Yeah. I win, I win, I win. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, I'm, that's because I'm stubborn. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so um, I, I think commonly, commonly a, a computer science or information technology bachelor's degree is, is, uh, is, is the right way to go. Um, if, if a scholastic learning is is your forte, um, what worked for me, and I think, and, and this is definitely um, something you know where, that I feel really passionate about, in the fact that we we tell our kids too early that they need to figure out what the what they want to do for the rest of their life at seventeen and eighteen, which is fucking bullshit. Um, yeah, and uh, and honestly, you there are classes a, a, that you could just take online to. Um, and for 30 and 40 and $50 that will get you, get you started. Um, college engineering is huge now. Um, and my college engineering journey, I didn't touch on this a little earlier, but you know, when you think cloud, um, you know, Twitch, for example, um, is I think owned by Amazon now. Um, and it runs on Amazon's cloud platform. Um, so folks are always talking about, you know, especially folks that are trying to get into streaming, which, um, I think is, it kind of related to what we're talking about, um, is that, we can you you can, you think about how that works and how and what's running and the bit rates and things like that. But what's the backend that 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 all connects to? 
And when you start to think about that, that opens complete the, the, the door to that. So that's what I would recommend. That's awesome. Yeah, because uh, you're 100% right. Like, when you're younger, you, the adults and teachers of the world, like, you got to know what you got, you're going to do. The, you know, you have to be set. So when you go to college, you're ready to go. Yeah. And I kind of wish, because I've been going back and forth for a year or so now, like, I kind of wish I did something else. Not that I don't love working with kids, because sure. I love working with kids. Yeah. It's just, like, I am tired of just being a substitute teacher and not being given my chance. Right. And so, like, I need to find something more steady and... If you listen to the show, you've heard that so many times from me. But, like, yeah, you're right. I, I think the pressure on young kids, because even at 18, right. you're a stupid kid. Right. You're real stupid. Yep. I was stupid. It was like, you can't make that kind of decision, I think, that young. No way. And, and, and like, this, this, this tech journey started actually really late for me. I, I got out of call center tech support and finally got an IT job, a real IT job, at, like, 25. So, you know, that's seven years and then another, yeah. what, eight, you know, to get where I'm at right now. Not that I wasn't yeah. successful before, but I mean, this is absolutely like the, this is, this was the, this is the dream job that I have, which I'm very fortunate to have, but I've, I fucking clawed my way up to get there. Right. Yeah. So, For so sure. that's not lost on me. And, and, and I'll, and I'll take that opportunity just to say like, Hey, you know, if anyone's out there that doesn't know or needs some help, um, please reach out to me. Um, I am. Yeah. Happy to to tell you know get more detail on on that story and how it worked for me and and help you out you know pay it forward. That's awesome, yeah for sure. Um, while you're clawing your way through, obviously you have to do some things for fun. Yeah. Uh, so what are the things that you do to take your mind off of work and just kind of relax? Oh yeah, it's 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 funny you say that because I'm so bad at relaxing. Uh, <laughs> I am <laughs> actually you know what Sam? Yeah, <laughs> I'm always like go go go. Whether it's work, play, whatever it is, like I'm always ready to rock. Um, mm-hmm. You know that I think that that kind of comes from you know I I I like. Uh, you know, people having fun makes me have fun. Like I, oh, for sure. Like you know, just seeing it or and being involved with you know with having people go from you know maybe they're in a C minus mood to a, a B plus is like yeah, that's 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 just everything to me. Um, I mean, like a quick aside. Mm-hmm. Um, as of this recording, uh, the Star Wars trailer went live last week. Yeah, and there was that guy on Twitter right. who was crying over it. And it was beautiful. Yes. And it made me so happy me too. for him. And then you got those negative people. Fuck those motherfuckers. Take them down. Exactly. They're the worst. They're the absolute worst. I'm so glad that he was, uh, you know, that the, the right people on the interwebs picked that shit up and, and, and grabbed the ball and was like, no, fuck those motherfuckers. You yeah. are like, one thing that I love is, is about that, about that story that's so incredible is he deleted the video and he got so much love. And people begging him, dude, we want to see the like. We, we, we of course, like people because people clipped it out and put it on Twitter. Yes, no, we yeah. want you to get some views, dude. Like, we'll take the down votes and we'll destroy those and yep. and make them and make the upvotes even more, which is just awesome. And I think he went on like his local news and and stuff yeah. like that. You know that negativity. I don't got fucking time for man. Like, just Absolutely. everyone. I just want everyone to be fucking happy. And um, and you know, so it, I think it's important for us to all do our, do our part and and spreading the love a little bit. And I think I'm trying to find his. Oh, his name's Eric Butts. Yep, at the Eric Butts on Twitter. Yeah. So follow that if dude. You haven't seen it? Go see yeah. it because it it's hard to have a bad day after watching dude. him just have such an emotionally 
emotional response to a Star Wars trailer. I think we all have that thing. Yeah. Whether it's Star Wars, whether it's Avengers, whether it's uh, if you're a sports guy, yeah. I've cried so many times. Dude, over sports dude, things. dude, I am a I am a crier and I am fucking proud of it. Um, Same. Fuck you got me. Same. See, Kyle, you got me all fired up already. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's supposed to be for later. No, um, no. It's it's speaking of Star Wars specifically. I remember when the Force Awakens trailer hit. I cried so fucking hard, and I didn't realize why at the time because I. I never, because like, I, of course, I watched the prequels. You know, yeah. Think what you want on that one. Um, that's yeah. a that's discussion yeah. for another day. But um, they were fine, whatever. <laughs> um, but they didn't have an emotional resonance with me. This the, the Force Awakens did, the trailer did, and I and I was searching and searching and searching for why, and I never got an answer to it until I walked into the theater, and I remembered. That it's it's funny how like you sometimes you have these like childhood memories that you you don't even know how to unlock until until you do, and I yeah. remembered that my dad took me to see when when it was when they had that big re release in the movie theaters in the mm-hmm. early nineties of of the original Star Wars, um, and how like that was my dad's childhood and that like you know of course at five and yeah. six that's not something that resonates with you you're just going to see a yeah. movie who gives a shit whatever you're just making sure you don't pee your pants <laughs> yes and absolutely and now i'm like oh my god like that's such a a important that was such a, a huge point for him and then it, it all just washed over me at once and i just bust into tears just oh, yeah. burst into tears like the, the opening crawl i'm, I'm just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> It also it, for sure. it it helps. That I'm immune to embarrassment, and like it, you know, yeah. it makes it easy because like I'll I'll cry for everything. I've oh yeah, same right whatever. I, I've cried in in my summer camp job as director. We saw Toy Story three with the kids. Yeah, I was sitting there with forty kids, and I already saw it before. And, right. and I, I told them all, listen, if you see Mr. Kyle cry, if you see, let it happen. <laughs> just let it happen. If you Don't see say anything Mr. bad. Kyle and cry. If, I love yeah, it. Of course, of course. Tears flew, and of course. of course the kids are laughing at me. It's like you don't understand. It kind of like you and your dad's moment, like why Force uh, Force Awakens resonated with you so much. I grew up with Woody and Buzz, of course. And, and when we were younger, like that was my movie. Right. And then seeing them hold hands as they're going towards the incinerator broke me. <laughs> it's. It's so wild, man. Because like, and it's not even something you think about until you're in the moment, no. right? And you're like, oh my god, this meant so much to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, holy shit! And it's just, it's just acknowledging that, like, because how many yeah. times, especially as as dudes, are you're like, yeah, you know, you're we. This is definitely less so now than it was, say, five and ten years ago. But um, you know, you're 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 you know, and, 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 you know, of course, like my granddad was very much, you know, uh, no emotion. And then my, my dad, like, slowly, you know, wor- like, kind of finally got away from that. Like, yeah. very late. I think, I won't say late in his life because he's doing fine. He's 67, but he's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then I was like, I'm fucking kicking the door in. I will cry like a motherfucker, yeah. and I am proud of it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and now I cry during movies for other reasons because <laughs> – of my nieces, yeah. So like, like Force Force Awakens resonated with you like that. Seeing Ray and knowing that my nieces are not gonna have a female powerful woman on screen—that's cool to like look up to. Same thing with Captain Marvel. Right. Same thing with uh, Black Panther. Right. Because they're half they're they're half black. Right. And just being able that now they're in a place where 
they're going to have those people to look up Dude, to. And that makes me so freaking That's happy. all you can ask for. That's all you can ask Absolutely. for. Quick quick, yeah. quick note on, especially speaking of crying when it comes to Black Panther, I've not, I, I posted on Twitter before, like I'm, I'm not a big proponent of, of, of black representation. Like I just want people mm-hmm. to be people. Um, yeah. And then that movie came out and I was like, just like over the moon. And yeah. then I, I went and I went to see it and I actually, I cried twice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, spoiler for Black Panther, um, but it's been out for a while. Come on, guys. Yeah. So yeah. when, so when, when Chilo loses to, um, to, to Killmonger and like wakes mm-hmm. up in the afterlife with all the Panthers, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, like I was fine then. And then his dad comes out and like, again, trigger and I lose it. Just straight up yeah. lose it. Because mm-hmm. what I didn't realize during the Avengers when, um, T'Chaka dies is, that he looks a lot like my dad, and I wasn't, oh, yeah. and like, and I kind of had like this this moment where I was like, "Shit, man, my dad's sixty seven, and like, yeah. I'm the and I'm the oldest of four, so this is like my responsibility. Like, this is you know, and it, it just hit me like a tidal wave, and yeah. I, and like, I'll never forget. So this couple sitting to my right, and uh, that, and I remember them vividly because they snuck a, a I don't know how they did it. They snuck in a large pizza box into the movie. Oh wow! And so, and I'm just like, like, That's impressive. I am just like trying to stifle like ugly cry, like, yeah, like I'm, tr- I'm like, I'm failing at it. So like, I feel like their case. <laughs> I just feel it, and I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter, man. Like, I, I don't care. I'm, you know, yeah. As long as I'm not, I don't think I was ruining their experience. They were just like, yeah. yo, that dude's fucking. Like crying, like not just oh. like tears, like he's fucking bawling over there. Oh, it yeah. was, um, and then that, and that, and then Kilmarga's last line, just cool. Let's destroy mm. me a second time. But anyway, yeah, just a fun yeah, aside. That, that that was me ugly crying. I was alone though. I was mm-hmm. I was here in my room. Uh, end of Walking Dead season one, because you've all played. Oh, the, the game. game. Okay, I hope you I want to be. I wanted to be clear on that one. The the, the game. I was like, there's nothing to cry yeah, about. The, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, the game. Oh man. Um, Clem Ugh. looks exactly like my oldest niece. Yeah, like to a T. The frizzy hair, the the nose, everything. And so when you had that decision to either kill Lee or, or walk away from him, I literally sat there. I was like, "Oh my god, my <laughs> my niece Jayla is going to be alone yeah. in this world filled with." <laughs> it's I crazy. I the the credits rolled, and I sat in this chair over here. And I cried for thirty straight minutes. The game changes it, you. I, it depleted everything out of me. The, like it was so intense. And yeah. I think that's a special thing. Going back to like Eric Butts and the Star Wars thing. Yeah. If you can attach yourself and show and be passionate about something, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Right. And if you don't have that, then what are you doing? The, the, it's a it's a very simple equation. If you have empathy, you win. If you don't, yeah. you lose. And Absolutely. screw you. Um. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. Uh, like Lee is like such an important character to so many people. Um, yeah. Clem is obviously as well. The, yep. Everything. I've I've uh, I I made the mistake of uh, watching a clip of the final season, and then I ended up just I just I was like, all right, I'm just I'm, I guess I'm watching it, and it's it's brilliant. Everyone go play that. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it yet, so I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. They did a great job. Um, but anyway, back to fun things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, huge, huge gamer. Um, I'm uh, big into JRPGs, Final Fantasies of the World, Dragon Quest, all that stuff. Persona Favorite JRPG. Oh God. Oh, 
I knew you were gonna ask me. Um, okay. I think right now, and I, I, I think if I wake up tomorrow, I might have a different answer. I think the answer right now is Persona Five. Um, Sweet. It is. It was the for me the most anticipated game of the last five or six years. Um, I was like so excited when they announced it, um, and it was perfection. It was everything I wanted. Um, especially like again, <laughs> quick cry story. I uh, <laughs> I I went to Japan in in May for the first time, which was my absolute like biggest dream and mm-hmm. uh getting off on uh, at um at the shibuya crossing station and seeing the green train car made me yeah. i'm literally in shibuya and i'm just crying like just dead that's beautiful yeah it's it's i was like like i i, I hit um i didn't want to put my headphones on because i wanted to I've, especially when i'm traveling um and this is just a, a pro tip for everyone that's traveling um don't put your headphones on listen to yeah. the sounds of the city you will appreciate it so much more. Um, mm-hmm. And that's literally like, even though like, um, but also I, I'd even, I'll throw the Romans with you as a close second. Um, it, which is ironic because they're both t- t- place in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with the game, it's a Nintendo DS game that also came out on the iPad, also came out on the Switch. Pick it up wherever. I know the Switch port apparently is not super great. Um, it is a fucking amazing game. I, won't, I don't want to say anything about it because anything about it is a spoiler. Um, if you liked Kingdom Hearts and you liked Persona 5, it, or even if you liked one or the other, you will fucking love this game. And and feel free to, to reach out and, and I'll happy to talk to anybody about it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I also really enjoyed what I played at Persona 5. Mm-hmm. Um, did not finish it just because it was in a place where I didn't have enough time. It's on my shame pile and I see it over there. Like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I need to have maybe the whatever uh, Ruby is. Yeah, is 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 probably what I'll hop back in. But like when I, when I asked you favorite JRPG, I was uh, in my head I'm like you, it hops all the time. Yep, it's either Final Fantasy Nine, it's either uh, I love Final Fantasy Eight. Yeah, you can roast me if you want. I, I love that. game. I do not like that game um, at all. <laughs> but <laughs> every single time I come to the conclusion, though, I say Star Ocean: A Second Story. Ooh, good answer. Really that good answer. A, that is a classic, and I feel like a not not a whole lot of people played that game. Right. The game has over forty endings. It's crazy. You can recruit certain characters, and if you recruit one, the other one's lost forever. And yeah. so you have a great mix up of the team. Yeah. The way they do, like, I don't know if it was the first one, but like you can build your bond much like persona mm-hmm. with your your party members right. and with private events and stuff and it's just it's an amazing JRPG that is one of my That's a good game man. most wanted remake or like just remaster so I can play it again mm-hmm. so I don't have to buy a PS1 and the game disc and memory card and all that stuff I just want to play it. Yeah. I like I'll play it right now. That's Yeah, right? Like it's uh that came on the PSP as well, right? Um Yes, it did have PSP And well. uh which was which was a, a good port of it actually if I recall. Yeah. Um um I remember and it's a, a quick a quick note on Persona 5, don't feel bad cuz my completion time is it, it, this is the craziness as I remember it vividly. 124 hours and 17 minutes was my yeah. what my my uh, my completion time. But um Star Ocean 2 is um it's a game that like well actually a quick note on just RPGs of that time, JRPGs especially, yeah. was how many we had and how oh. and how kind of 
lost art they are really because like for sure star star ocean 2 is brilliant um actually i'm a big fan of star ocean 3 as well um yeah and uh as a matter of fact i believe it was the first one i played and then i was like oh this is the third one where are the other where are the other ones and then star ocean 1 at the time didn't come out here and star ocean 2 was you know not really well is is three uh till the end of time yes yes that's the one yes i do remember that one yeah that's a great one yeah, um, the battle system is so much fun. Like I could, I could literally just fight shit for like eight hours and have so much fun. Yeah. Oh my god! Sure. Yeah, you, yeah, you can talk a little shit about the story and the, and the end of it and how yeah. it was like a, the ending is essentially just Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's like, but I loved it because it was it was new and and mm-hmm. and, and very fresh and a, a cool take. Um, but uh, do you think we'll ever have another RPG of that? nature renaissance again like where we have a bunch of different I don't, titles like that no because no one wants to because no one wants to compete anymore um everyone nah, wants to be number sure. one um it which is which is strange right because you can argue it happened twice um obviously there's the huge ps1 rpg bomb after final fantasy 7 came out um which gave us such beautiful games as uh actually i think Wilders came right before final fantasy 7 so i might be wrong on that one uh but you know the breath of fire 3s of the world um mm. you can um add in legend of dragoon radius um which legend of dragoon man the fact that that hasn't gotten a sequel right is just maddening and like the fact that it was almost rumored as much as the final fantasy 7 like remake even though that's not happening uh which is whatever um it's is like just absolutely crazy to me uh but yeah like those those are like um some of those games are just timeless um and i feel like the something that i i think from a uh a gamer perspective that we want to i want to make sure that people you know the next generation play like you know our kids and our you know, grandkids. You know, yeah. back in my day, breath of we had two yeah. D RPGs. What, granddad? Mm-hmm. Shut up! You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but we should like it, and like because because yeah. we're, we're we're having such a difficulty uh, having a, having a huge difficulty now talking about games that you know never got out here. And uh, Tales of Fantasia, the very first Tales game, um, it it has a port on GBA. It's not great, honestly. Play the fan translated Super Nintendo game. It is fucking incredible. Um, I didn't even know they had voice acting on Super Nintendo games or, oh, wow. or right now it's all Japanese, but still it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then on top of that, um, like you can walk by a puddle and see reflection, which I thought was fucking mind blowing at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Kids these days will not get that same wonder because no. they have the internet on this, the phone, yeah. like in their pocket. Yeah. I guess you can play Tales of Invitation on your phone nowadays. God, yeah. see, that's still... That's so mind blowing to me. Just thinking about it, I, I'm, but I'm old, so. <laughs> oh yeah, same. I'm old too. Word, 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 word. See, seeing the kids in, in school and they're asking like, "Back in your day," which always kills me every single time. They say, "Back in your day," right? Uh, like, how'd you do on the internet? I was like, "Well, you had to make sure no one was on the phone." Oh my line, god! And you you had like set hours, and you had to get off. Yep. And nothing was instantaneous. There was no YouTube. No. If there was a video player, you had to download it and it took hours. Yep. 
It was insane. Yeah, yeah. I it's so funny. I, I make fun of my dad all the time for pulling the uh, the back in my day. I could feed a family of, of four for twenty dollars, and, and then I realized that we're doing that now with internet and fifty six k and one point five meg, you know, DSL and and mom, you clicked me off the internet because you picked up the phone. Yeah, damn it. Uh, so yeah, I guess we're yeah they're spoiled as hell. Um. Yeah. But, you know, but then again, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, they're not going to have anything uh, on television like the Animaniacs. Because the fact that, no. like, if you go back and watch it and realize how much they got away with from an adult joke perspective, oh. it's yeah. it's crazy. Like, we're never going to get anything like that anymore. So so no. we, we should absolutely consider ourselves, um, you know, very... Um, very very special, but uh, yeah. you you were asking about like funness on what we were into video games. Um, yeah. um, I'm a huge comic book nerd, um, so the fact that like this Infinity Infinity Saga is even happening uh, just yeah. is just wild. Um, you know, I was I was rewatching some of the trailers the other day, and I'm just like, fuck the fact that like and actually somebody was walking out uh, um, out of Captain Marvel and I have a tradition where um, I call my buddy Chris after every Marvel movie and we sit on the phone and if if we're not in the same place and we're, we talk about it for like an hour and yeah. and he said something that I hadn't even thought about um, that really dawned on me and he goes dude do you realize that this is our generation Star Wars and I went I was and I was blown away by that I was like oh my yeah. god that's so true and we have 20 of them <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the fact that like we're probably going to have like twenty more is like, yeah, how is that possible? Like, I mean, obviously when Iron Man came out, we were like, oh my god, this is really happening, and now we have twenty of them. It's yeah. it's just insane. Yeah. Um, but uh, anime, I'll touch on in uh, the uh, in a little bit later because um, I, okay. I have a I have a a not a rant, but a what's the what's the positive version of a rant like uh, on on. Uh, a positive rant, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, th- yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I-, I consider myself a pretty all-around nerd uh, when it comes to you know anime, video games, tech, comics, all that shit. Yeah. Um, I just happen to have the the gift of being a mega loud extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of it kind of. How, how do you how do you find time for all this stuff? I don't. <laughs> yeah. I fail all the time, um, especially with my uh, with my job. I'm, I'm traveling a lot. Um, so, um, thankfully I've got remote play, which, you know, can work sometimes, but you know, I'm, if I'm going out and seeing a new city, then it probably doesn't really, really happen all that often. Um, it's, it's a, it's a struggle now. Um, this is probably the first year or two that I, I've really felt fall, fallen behind on games. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is, I'm sure great, but I'm probably five hours yeah. in and I bought it. Same. Six, I don't know. When did it come out? Six months ago? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then of course you know Kingdom Hearts three came out and I dropped everything. Uh, but uh, yep. you know don't call me. <laughs> but, uh, but but um because like at the same time like I'm uh, because I, ha- I I'm an extrovert I have to be out and doing something and you know uh, oh there's a party this weekend all right um, or there's not one okay I'll throw one and then like yeah. you know so it's that constant like almost need or addition to connection. Uh, mm-hmm. That can be a negative sometimes, um, especially when, you know, you're like, okay, I'd, I really like to play this game or, or read this comic. Um, comics are a lot easier because I can just flip through, right, and be done. Yeah. But, um, you know, RPGs especially, man, like, fuck. I, I you know, it's it's so hard. But I, I think the, the takeaway and something that I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to, to keep, that I keep telling myself is, look, if you're passionate about something, you're going to find time. 
it, it doesn't matter if you don't have time. It, it, that's just a fucking excuse. So, yeah. so figure it out. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, so like, for example, Kingdom Hearts 3, I, that's a, that was a, that was passion. That was all passion. So I literally took my, I don't know, 35 game backlog and threw it on the ground and plugged that bitch <laughs> in. Spider-Man was the same way. Um, yeah. God, Spider-Man's perfect. Uh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah. Um, I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really just about finding, you know, it's not about balance there. You know, I think that's almost overrated a little bit to get a little preachy, but, uh, you know, if, if it's important to you, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll figure it out. And I think that's what I'm trying to kind of tell myself, you know, as I, as I watch Critical Role for four hours every week. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And speaking about Critical Role, Critical Role that's a perfect segue. Mm. Uh, something else that I know you for, mm. um, you love D&D. Yes. And God, and I love it so much. I am a very, uh, fairly new player. Yeah. Uh, I picked it up last year after watching Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Um, and love it. Me too. Love every single time I get to play. Me too. And um, I know you DM. I do. Which is basically the person that is in charge of the games and running yes, it. Yes, I do. Um, what is that like, DMing a game it's, like uh, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible. Um, I, uh, it's, it's an honor and a privilege, even though it can be, you know, stressful, especially if you're like, shit, I'm supposed to be at that game in an hour and a half and I need to figure out what I'm doing. Um, but it's yeah. like... But like you know, it's I've always really thrived in in that pressure filled environment. So it's right it's right up my alley. Um, it's funny how it started though, because I've actually only been playing D anD D for about two and a half three years now, really, oh. and um, maybe a little longer actually. Now that I think about it, yeah. But anyway, so essentially. Um, I, I played it for the very first time in eighth grade and I hated it. I thought it was boring. Uh, what I know now is I had a really shitty DM. So, uh, yeah. so, which can ruin any, anything really. But, so, um, so when I, 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 when I, so my friend, um, had, uh, had mentioned, hey, like I've got this, this, uh, at the time it was Pathfinder, which is, was kind of an offshoot of D and D. Um, and he's like, hey, you know, it's, uh, the hook that he gave me was, uh, he, he, as a DM, he built this campaign around Disney. And I was like, all right. Mm. And he's like, so like, I'll, I'll create a character and I'll get interact with, you know, people like Simba and Aladdin and shit like that. Uh, thinking Kingdom Hearts, right? So that's yeah. how he hooked me, uh, which is actually really smart in hindsight. Uh, he's like, not really, but you'll see. And I was like, all right, whatever. I trust you. Let's, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. next thing I know, it's an over a year long campaign, um, that I'm actually getting a, a, a tattoo of, of that character because it, that's um, awesome. it, it became a, um, it, it's interesting because I think the thing that's special about D and D, um, is it really brings whoever you're playing with, um, as long as you have a, a, a good group, really close together. Like, um, like we were all good friends, but we became best friends. I don't know. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> um, and like, and like, I consider like, um, one of the, like the two of the players that I had as my sisters now. Um, oh, because, wow, nice. because I think the, t- the biggest takeaway was that just because you're, you know, you're your character doesn't mean those moments and those memories aren't real they're absolutely real yes you killed that dragon together yes you figured out that puzzle together yes you saved that town together that shit happened um just because it was on a piece of paper and rolling dice doesn't matter um yeah i got to be a war general i didn't fucking think that was ever going to happen but it happened because of this game um and so that campaign lasted over over a year um 
uh, a quick memory on that is uh, me and I was a uh, like a like a really fast like dex related fighter with uh, two hand two, two weapons, and we had this mm-hmm. big ass barbarian. And I joked both out of game and in game about doing a fastball special, which for the uninitiated uh, is uh, Colossus and Wolverine of X Men fame. Uh, Colossus mm-hmm. throws fucking Wolverine at an enemy and he pops his claws and he, and he takes him out. That's awesome. Right? I love that so much. And, oh my god. So so we couldn't figure out a, a mechanical way to make this work. And then we get to the end, final boss, um, and uh, which ends up being like this big black dragon and uh, and he gets the killing blow and I look at him because essentially, kind of like how Matt Mercer does it, how do you want to do this? And I look yeah. at him and I was like, there's only one way to end this campaign. Uh, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, you're absolutely right. Which was actually quite gracious of him because he essentially gave me the kill, right? But mm-hmm. and, I, and I said it almost in jest, but it, it ended up becoming an incredible moment because it had built for over a year. This moment. And then it happened in like perfect cinematic fame. And, yeah. and it was incredible. And so... Uh, so of course, this DM was running this campaign twice at the same time, and understandably was like, "All right, I need to take a break." And that, but now I am obsessed. I am like, I have to yeah. play this fucking game, and like, mm-hmm. there's no other DMs. And I, I'm like looking around, and, and I was like, "Well, there's only there's only one way for this to happen. I have to do this." So uh, so I started, you know, I picked up some of the books, Dungeon Master's Guide, um, some really good YouTube uh, uh, videos about it. And now I'm 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 a year and a half into into DMing now. Um, I'm getting to tell my own stories and 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 you know and I'm helping create those memories that have meant so much to me. So I yeah. feel like I'm paying it forward in a way. And 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 on top of the fact, I still get to get to play you know the game that I love and and create and and create this hopefully <laughs> interesting story. Um, you know, maybe we've been playing for over a year, so I guess so far so good. Um, so something that I found while playing. Is I never consider myself a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, I want want to know what you feel about that. Like before playing D anD D, did you ever think of yourself as being able to weave a story together? No, I'm, I'm with you. The answer is no. Um, yeah, I'm not a writer. Um, I am. I don't have the. I barely have the patience to to read books. <laughs> like yeah. I'm so like uh, you know I, I turn to page three and I'm like oh peace candy like. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. and so like you know, and that, but that's the other thing is I know like my issue is I don't know how to turn my brain off, which is why I don't sleep much. But because uh, I'm trying to find the meaning of life and all that shit. Um, but uh, forty two, yeah, right, exactly. You're right. Yep, yep. <laughs> all right, good night. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, so so I I don't and but I know um, because it goes back to my point earlier. I know I, I'm a, I'm a confident person. So um, so using that as my crutches is, is really my go-to, and and I, I feel like I can kind of weave when I need to and duck when I need to from an improper mm-hmm. perspective. So I go in with some outlines of the, some things and some some plot threads and sow some seeds and see what sprouts and and because uh, the thing that uh, I think a good dungeon master should do is you know not get in the way of their own players and you know trying to build a narrative because this story is about all of you. Right. So mm-hmm. um, so I think uh, uh, that that's been my kind of my bread and butter. And I think that's why the campaign has lasted so long and, it, and it's going pretty well, even though it's gotten pretty crazy and people have died. And but, you know, it's it's, you know, moment after moment after moment and they keep coming back. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What is what is the hardest thing? to prepare before a game um is it the is it the map layout is it the nah, what monsters you're gonna throw at them no nah, like it's the, the like the 
like the, the the mechanics I think is is really like the it's kind of saying all right well, that spell what does that do how does that work and making sure that from a, a rules perspective that you're make you're you're, you're kind of lining up um the the great thing about D and D is that it allows you to to, to kind of weave it in your, your own way so you know you can improvise and you know what that spell doesn't work that way but you know if it's if it sounds cool and you can you could pitch it to me I'll probably mm-hmm. let you do it. Um, and, yeah. uh, cause I, I've never been a big rules person anyway. I'm, a, I'm, I'm Keanu good in real life. I'm a rebel. Uh, right. um, so, uh, so, so that definitely ties into my DMing style. Um, but I, I think the, the hard part is, is, um, because of that improv is making sure that, that I can tie it to, tie, tie it together. Because if I made up a character on the fly, Right, because I, I built a perfect example is I they were go, like the the characters were going um, up this mountain to investigate a character's disappearance. Um, they encountered some uh, some monsters, and one of their friends got turned to stone. So that and that's just based off of like just two bad rolls that happened one after another. Yeah. So now I'm we're we're we usually play about three and a half four hours. We are forty five minutes in, and everything that I have is not happening. And you're like, yeah. so now you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. But also, like, your 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 adrenaline is pumping. You're like, all right, what am I gonna do? Like, there's there is no, uh, uh, uh I don't know. Like, no, you gotta go. So yeah. So where are you going? Um, world doesn't stop. No, no, and that's the thing, that's the thing that's one of my favorite things is like, um, is being able to say, you know, because because as the DM, for the most part, unless you unless you you tell them, they're not gonna know that you just made up that character. You know, yeah. um, I about probably eighty percent of the NPCs that I, that are in my world I've made up on the fly. Um, wow, and it's impressive. Thank you. Uh, but it, yeah. but like it's it's you know like oh I, I want to go shopping. All right, what what do you want to buy? Like and uh, okay, this is this is what this is where, where all right. This is where you got to go. This is the this is the place where it's at. This is what the building looks like. These are the two characters that are in there. Maybe there's another character haggling something like that. You know, and, and, and like and you're in line or something. And then like a bank teller or something like that. See, like that yeah. that I just came up with just then. Like it's just go 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 go. And that's and it's always always like that. And it's always fun. It's just, but I think it just comes from being comfortable in in your own skin. Um, mm-hmm. the the hard part. Is keeping the intensity up for three and a half, four hours. Because, oh, like, oh. when I'm done, like, I have this, like, mixture of both exhaustion and adrenaline at the same time that I don't think I've ever experienced, bef- like, before or after with any other activity, no matter how physical. Um, yeah. Because I get home and, like, all I'm doing is my mind is, is racing. I'm like, all right, what do I want to do next week? Like and it, so, because I'm, I'm still thinking about it, so I'm like, ah, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So yeah, it's it's uh, that's probably you know, long story longer. Um, I think that's a combination of the things that are the the, hard, the the hardest, but also the most rewarding when you when you nail it. Yeah. Is there something as a DM that you had prepared that was really really cool, and your players just not even come close to seeing it? Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's it, to use that same example. I had um a uh, when they were going up the mountains, um, uh, eh, this could be a spoiler for my campaign, uh, so I'll be careful. Um, but um, so essentially, they had a um, they were, essentially what was going to happen is depending on what they did um, and the path that they took up the mountains that they were going to go up, um, they would have either accidentally discovered or been um, attacked by these these dark elves, um, which would have um, told them 
uh, Drow, if you're a D&D nerd like me, um, that would have told them, hey, everything that you've been told about us isn't true. Um, every, like, they're essentially been told uh, High Elves good, Dark Elves bad. Um, mm. And... The, it's like the God of War scenario. Exactly. The last year's game. Yep, exactly. And so uh, so I wanted to play with that a little bit, and I wanted to kind of – because what's really interesting is you can uh, – about D&D is you can really tie in some interesting political situations. Um, yeah. And uh, as a as a, as a African-American, that obviously, as you can imagine, is top of mind. Um, not that I have much of a, of a choice there, but that's yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I live, and that's fine. Um, and but I thought like being able to use that and channel that into into a game um, and be able to tell that kind of story is really interesting. Um, and uh, and I spent a lot of, <laughs> a lot of time on it, several hours. <laughs> they didn't. They've never been in those mountains. <laughs> oh man <laughs> it, i would be so pissed it, but but here's the thing though that's that's still out there right they can oh, yeah. still go there yeah it doesn't stop and and, w- and one thing that uh a, le- a lesson that i learned about it is just because just because it's, it, they didn't go there doesn't mean you can't just put it somewhere else right mm-hmm. i could put it because like they could go north and i could say well this this uh encounter that was supposed to happen here in the southeast well guess what that shit's happening over here. They don't fucking yeah. know. So, uh, yeah. so it being able to kind of use the, the 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 DM screen at your disposal is always really fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. D and D is a magical thing. It's, it is. Like, I I, I want to play it. Like yeah, dude. Roll initiative. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> um, going. Uh, it's something we do on the show. Uh, something I ask all my guests. Yes. Even though I kind of figure out, I kind of know where this came from. Uh, but your Twitter handle. Yes. What what's it about? So um so Duval King Jabub is my Twitter handle D U V A L K I N G J A B U B. So um three couple actually a couple of things there. So um Duval it's pretty obvious that's the county yeah. where I, I live and love. Um I have been um jokingly called uh, actually I'll roll back. So um I have something locally that uh, I've been calling the Kingdom of Hugs. Um, I started a, I started, <laughs> I started a, um, when I, when I was working overnight, I mentioned earlier, I was working overnight and, um, I was starting to get really, really depressed, um, because I worked Wednesday through Saturday, 7 PM to 7 AM, which means that my weekends are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday when nothing's happening. So, yeah. um, I started, uh, doing this thing, um, called friendship Tuesday. Uh, this is like, God, this is like seven years now, but, um, so Essentially, it was like, look, twofold. Uh, one, we don't get to, we don't, we don't as a group, um, here locally get together enough. Um, and we should do that more often, even during the week. And also, holy shit, I haven't seen like all these people. And again, mega extrovert has to have that connection, yeah. you know, hasn't seen it. Cause there were at times there were, there was a, uh, at, at one point I remember there was a two week period where I didn't see any of my friends. Um, and I was mm-hmm. fucking losing it. Um, yeah. which actually ties in directly to kind of funny, which I'm sure we'll get into, um, yeah. which really helps. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to start doing this and, and, you know, and it also helped that this, um, uh, this, there's a world of beer right near my place. And so that's essentially where I hosted it. And so I was like, Tuesday, nine o'clock, let's just get together. Cause usually like, you know, the weekends is, you know, parties and let's go out to the bars and the nightclubs and shit like that. Right. But I was like, I want to have a real connection and like talking time so let's grab a beer let's talk about life and how things are going and then that went from two people to 20 people to 30 people 
to 40 in some, in some cases. Uh, so it just became this like local thing. Um, and so I, I became instantly proud of it. Um, even though it was, you know, I won't, I won't say it came from a selfish place because I know I needed it, but it was clear mm-hmm. that other people did too. And so, uh, so that was like, that was such a huge like moment for me. I forgot how I got on that subject. Um, you were asking about Twitter handle. Twitter handle. Thank you. So, um, I started calling it, um, my my kingdom um and like that and like uh so and i nominated myself as the king of hugs and we had a a uh, a jester of hugs and um one of my best friends uh scene anderson um that's another story it's, it's s-e-a-n so i call him scene and that um that actually stuck so he actually introduces oh, wow. himself okay. as scene now which i'm so proud of um, and, uh, if you're on my Facebook, he's in my profile picture cause I love him so much. Um, and, uh, so, so, uh, we actually, and then like there was an assassination attempt, like someone tried to poison me and then like, so, oh, so the jester, so the jester died. It was great. It was, I had this whole storyline. It was nuts. And this was before I even played That's like awesome. Dungeons and Dragons, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> um, I, 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 I honestly never put that together until I just, that, that until just now. But, uh, so, so then, uh, you know, that was, that was kind of. The start of that, so, and then someone pointed out, like, well, Jake, like, uh, brought up Skyrim and, like, Dovahkiin, and, like, you're, Jacob, you're the, you're the Duval King. Duval King. And I was like, fuck! That's so good! Holy yeah, shit! That is good. Holy shit, that's so good! And then, um, Jacob came from, um, the, the story is actually a lot simpler than the, the other two portions. Um, my buddy Spencer, um, was uh we were out at a at a party at my uh, out at a party we were, the party was at my place and um i had like this big like keg like keg and like just this like big party and yeah. uh my drunk friend spencer um started calling me jabob he's like jabob i love you jabob i was like <laughs> i was like uh all right sure i love you too spencer and uh so it kind of stuck and so i uh so he still calls me Jacob to this day, and that's like Jesus. That's like eleven. That's like eleven or twelve years ago. Uh, so it it so I made it part of my Twitter handle as a, awesome. a tribute to uh, my boo Spencer. It, I think if you are listening to this and you just heard that story, I think Friendship Tuesdays needs to be an actual thing mm-hmm. around the world. I do too. I do too. Let's let's do this. let's do it. It's which is yeah. which is really funny because I I actually just discontinued it recently um, because I wanted to because it goes back to time you you were mentioning earlier about time yeah. and just to give you an idea of what my week my what my week looks like um, Monday D and D Tuesday Friendship Tuesday Wednesday up until recently nothing now date night things are going pretty good there nice. uh, Thursday Critical Role. <laughs> Friday, um, whatever we're going out, something, something. And then, you know, Saturday, uh, something, something, whatever we're doing out and about. And yeah. Sunday brunch. There's, there's like, so I'm, you know, boom, 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 boom. And then I was like, oh, man, like, I need to, you know, I need to figure out, like, what, and this was, this was over the course of several years that this was a pretty, pretty common thing. Um, mm-hmm. and if, uh, and, and if it was football season, then Sunday obviously is tailgate and football. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So I was like, I gotta, you know, I, I've been doing this for seven years, and you know, let me, uh, let me, let me take a day back for me, you know. Um, especially since Wednesdays were becoming occupied. So, um, but I think I, that's not a permanent thing. Um, I think it's uh, just a temporary sanity thing for me. Um, yeah. I, I'm, tr- I'm just, I'm thinking about some ideas of, of how to bring that back. That might be. 
might be a podcast. That might be a stream. I don't know. Um, we'll see what it looks like. But because because I, I want I want I think like for that specifically, I want to do more than because I think I got everything. At least, I think both me personally and I think the people around me got as much out of that as possible. I mean, seven years mm. is a long time to do something. So yeah. and then I was like, well, I, but I want to touch more people than that. I want to talk to and get to know more people than that. So. You know, so even though I think a bar environment is awesome for that, especially, you know, a, a calm one where you can have a, a crap beer because I'm a crap beer Nazi. Um, yeah. And and just kind of shoot the shit and get to know people is one thing. But, you know, how do you how do you scale that is is tough. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah. It's very yeah, exciting. Thanks. Um, now we're at that part of the show mm. where, Jacob, you need to give me one thing, not just me mm. and the audience that are listening. <laughs> One thing to watch, yes. listen, play, or read. So, what you got for us? Oh, I got so many things. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna narrow it down to to, uh, to a couple. Okay. Um, Tapa Gurren Lagann is the greatest anime of all time. Kaboom! Um, actually, okay. I have a tattoo. As you can see right there, that is the okay. Gurren Brigade symbol. Um, it's actually a pretty tough one to ex- to, to explain. Uh, but without spoiling anything, but essentially. Uh, the folks that made it, Gynax, are, you, if you're familiar with Gynax, um, you know that they made Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, they're pretty famous for that, for that. I've heard of that name. Yeah, it's pretty common. Um, and it actually starts as a, you know, kind of a small, like, world, uh, two, two characters, uh, named Simone and Kamina, trying to just escape their little village and, you know, try to find out what, more about the world and and uh, that they live in outside of just this small portion underground and it builds up into this incredible space mecha anime that when you watch the first half of the first episode doesn't really make any sense and then it mm. it builds and it in it builds and it builds this this anime came out in 2007 and uh it actually no no joke about it like changed my life like the i i Part of the reason why I think I have the positive outlook that I have now and the, the fire that I have is, is, is watching this anime. And there's this, this, uh, this character named Kamina that just was like, uh, he, he was, uh, um, his famous phrase is go beyond the impossible and kick reason to the curb. And I was like, Ooh, fuck. I was like, fuck, that's good. And then there's, that's and there's other one is, is, uh, pierce the heavens. And I was like, nice. fuck. Yeah, like, there's some moments, like, like that I still can remember frame by frame that I was, like, that was, like, the most incredible thing that I've ever experienced in any media. Um, obviously, I'm pouring it on. But, uh, so, highly recommend it. Um, I, it's uh, 27 episodes. It is not very long. Um, you can run through it um, and tell me what you think. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely trying to get into anime. Mm-hmm. It's something I don't watch. And you are now the second person in a row. To tell me some anime to watch. Yeah, what was the what was the previous was the previous anime? Uh, well, I had Pixel Brave on last episode. My dude, he's the and man. I'm trying to, I was trying to look back in in my notes here what it was called. I think it was called Torador. Oh my god, he's I second that. Torador is fucking awesome. Okay, he he told me it's not like it's not super action packed, but no. it's very chill. It's about it's a basically a love story. I was like, it's yeah, you know just what? unbelievable. I, I yeah, that sounds right up my alley. So Dude, I definitely need to check those. Two yeah, no, sure. it's great. Um, it's it's not very long. Um, it's a very slice of life. Typical, you know, initially anyway. Typical Japanese high school. Like, oh my god, who's this person? Da, 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 this. And then it's it actually builds in, in into like an incredible emotional crescendo. It is 
one of the smartest like like stories I've ever seen. I think that's the 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 thing that makes anime so special. And I and go again back to time. I'm super behind on anime too. Um, mm-hmm. Is that they they take the time to tell some incredible stories and and then you're like, oh wait, that was only 22 minutes. And and you and you just yeah. you just marathon those things like they're you get hooked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's so yeah. Anime, I could I could give like five five different ones, but I I I thought it would be. I think it's in. I wanted to touch a couple of different mediums. Um, sure. I I posted about uh this on Twitter yesterday. There is a speaking of D and D, there is a comic out there called Die D I E. Um, okay. and essentially it is it is initially everyone's like fantasy and then nightmare. So the reason why I say that is. They start playing a tabletop RPG, and then they get sucked into the world that's created. Um, in. So I'm in. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's, exactly. I'm in. Right. <laughs> so now here's the here's the interesting thing. So this is and this is by the way this is all in the first issue. So this is how crazy this this this, uh, this mm-hmm. comic is. It's it's five issues out right now. It's, I think the trade paperback is about to come out with all five because um, that that's, that's awesome. that covers the first story arc. So um, they 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 come back to their world. About, I want to say 15 years, 10, 15 years later, something like that. It's a group of six. Um, five of them come back. One of them doesn't. One of them, the one, the one of them, the ones that do doesn't have an arm anymore. And then they just go off and live their lives. Flash forward, you know, another several years and they get contacted by the one person that, that stayed, that stayed behind for whatever reason. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, and then they, but they're, they're like, shit. We can we can save him, and then they go back in, and that's that's the beginning of the story. It is that's fucking awesome. unbelievable. It's incredibly dark, so mm-hmm. nope. So watch yourself, kids. Um, but uh, man, it's 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 brilliant, and it's yeah. well timed considering the D and D phenomenon happening right now. Yeah, any any type of media entertainment involving people getting sucked into a world, a virtual world. I'm in. Yep, Space Jam. Yep. Uh, you got uh, oh god, I'm blanking on the movie when I was little. I just remember these teenagers got sucked into the world with like dinosaurs. Um, 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 um I can't remember um, what dinosaurs, 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 dinosaurs. Uh, it, it might be anyway. one of those Mandela effects. Like I maybe just dreamt them, <laughs> but I didn't know that was that. I didn't know that that had a name. You said Mandela effect, like Nelson Mandela. Yeah, I did not know that. That's a new one for me. Yeah, I I think I don't know the basis of it, but it's something about how I think they some people thought Nelson Mandela was dead uh-huh. or something, and he wasn't. Oh, people could swear that he was, okay. and they try I, to figure it out. It's like the Berenstein Bears thing. Yeah, yep. Like how do you spell Berenstein? Right, right. And it's always been one way, but everyone thinks it's two and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, I, that's right. It's, I do remember that now. It's weird. Yeah. Um. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that comic because that's something I also want to try to do more of. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I want to do everything. I want to game, watch movies, TV, catch up on all this shit. Right. But comics is something where I appreciate it, and it's because of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you say, like, you're so hyped on the MCU at a culmination because you're also a comic book creator. Right. And I can't imagine what that feels like because I am a diehard MCU fan right. and I don't really know the comic origin. So right. to imagine how much more love you'll have of it because of the comics is probably insane. Every, every movie you go into will starts with, Holy fuck, this is real. 
This is really yeah. happening because because 10, 15 well, – well, not that's not true now. But so 20, 25 years ago, um, you're like, yeah, that would be really cool. This is a movie. It will never happen. Mm-hmm. It will never happen. There's no way. And then now we're here with, with 20 of them, um, which is just crazy. Um, I'm glad they finally fixed the Spider-Man because Spider-Man is by far my favorite. Also, recommendation is read every Spider-Man, everything, all of it. Um, I, I will uh, – quick hot take. Peter Parker is the greatest character in any medium in anything ever. Period. Mm. Boom. You know what? I can see that argument. <laughs> I can see it. He, I, I touched on empathy earlier as I pour my beer really loudly. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to uh, Duval Brewery, Bold City Brewery. Um, I'm drinking the 1901 Roasted Red Ale, which is um, it, which is named in remembrance of the Great Fire of Jacksonville that happened on May 3rd, 1901. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Little little Jacksonville history for you. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So those are two great recommendations. Yes, I love those. Uh, but the reason why I have you on the show, Jake, yes, is because we're both kind of funny best friends. Fuck yeah! And, and which is amazing. And you have your hype hat on, which is awesome. <laughs> I love that hat, even though it's too small for me. Yeah, oh really? What did? You, it, are all the hats small? I don't know. Um, like the size small I, or something? Because like it barely fits up. Maybe it's just because my hair needs. Maybe maybe um, the 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 old kind of funny hat with the the almost teal brim. Yes, the, um, I have that one over there. Too. Yeah, I think I bought that at KFL three. That one's pretty small on me. Um, okay, so it it could be hat to hat. I don't know. Yeah, but I knew like yeah. when the when, awesome the when the high pack came out, I was like, come here, give me that hat. Yeah, give me that yeah, fucking hat. It 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 me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so your journey in to to become a best friend, where did it start? Oh man, uh, I love I, like I, I I don't think I've told the story enough, so I'm glad I got to tell it. Uh, so I started. Um, I was kind of a up at noon sort of like okay, this is kind of cool and sort of funny, whatever. Because I was kind of like IGN's like my homepage. You know, like, yeah, like for sure. I'm sh- showing my age. Like I was, I was on, do you remember GameSages.com? I don't know. So, so they were, they were essentially bought, I think by IGN. So this is like, this is like, we're, we're talking like 1999, 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. Cause I was in middle school and high school. <laughs> I, I remember it vividly because one of my friends in middle school w- said like his uncle worked there, which I now know is a complete and fucking utter fabrication <laughs> because everyone did that shit in middle school. You always wanted to be more important than everybody else. Um, yeah. Fuck you. I mean, yeah. at that point, I was getting my video game news still in magazine form. Yeah. GamePro, PSM. Yeah. Uh, official PlayStation Monthly or whatever it was. Right. Like that's how I got my video game. Yeah, dude. Like, and that's what's funny. It's funny you say that because I, I got it from everywhere. Like, I GameStages.com, GameFacts, um, had a subscription to GamePro, had a subscription to EGM. Um, there's one I'm missing. Um, Yu-Gi-Yo, something like that. There's a lot of them. Okay. There's a lot of them. Anyway. Oh, the PlayStation Underground one? No, I, I didn't get that one because I wasn't a, PS, okay. a PlayStation guy at the time. Oh, gotcha. Um, though, though uh, one day I'll have to tell you this. I think I maybe told you the story of uh, the first time I bought Final Fantasy VII, but I uh, I will save that for another time. Um, sure. But uh, so I was kind of like, all right, cool. Um, I was about that life, and then, but it was never, never really like hooked me. Hooked me. It was just kind of like, all right, I, this is part of just IGN, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then the the we quit IGN episode popped up on you know on YouTube, and I was like, what? Yeah. They did what? Well, and, yeah. and, by, and by, at that point, and by by they, I mean I only knew Greg, so I was like, he he like, but I knew he was like the poster 
child of, of IGN, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And I was like, so I, I watched it. And, and that was like the beginning. And I was like, oh shit. Like, cool. Good for them. Um, all right. Let me see what's, what's up with this and see if I like it. And then I fucking fell in love. Um, this also, so this is what, so January 5, 2015 is when they, when they left, right? Yes. So around, around that time, um, was when I, I got, I mentioned that overnight job earlier. Yeah. So that was my, Around it's a modicum of just incredibly perfect timing. Um, around that was around the time that I I started um, I got promoted and started working overnight. As you can imagine, um, if you know it's it's great when nothing happens when nothing breaks, but also yeah. I've got nothing to do for twelve hours um, except for monitor this, make sure that this is up and running, do this, do this. So a lot of my times were um, were were that. And uh, we're we're watching Gogs and and uh, um, kind of funny games cast and everything um, that essentially everything I could get my kind of funny hands on was what yeah. I watched during during those evenings. Um, I wasn't a Patreon uh, uh, person at the time. Um, I just kind of took it as it was. I didn't even consider myself a best friend. I was like, yeah, because sh- I was definitely that kid that was like, yo, okay, mark- cool marketing, whatever, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, but, you know, not in a, in a, even though I kind of jokingly dismiss it, I thought it was fucking brilliant. Um, I, yeah. I, of course, you know, spoiler for the near the end, I, of course, know that is not true. Um, mm-hmm. when Greg says it, he absolutely means it. Um, and for I'm so happy they didn't go with scumbag. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm right, so right. But uh, I I would appreciate it anyway, you know whatever yeah, I would have been sure. I would have been a happy chaos comeback. But uh, yeah. so um I so I was like I didn't realize what they meant to me until two things happened. One um so as I, of course I work overnight at the time I leave work at seven a.m. which means I'm usually getting up at you know uh, hopefully one or two o'clock. Um so what ended up happening was you know at the time it was just calling Greg live. That was what I woke up to. So I, I, my alarm would be set for like one fifty-five. I'd get up, make a pot of coffee, and the first thing I would do is watch that show. That was the beginning of my day, um, which was involuntary at the time. It just so happened to, to go that route. Um, yeah. So and again, the emotional connection didn't hit me. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's just a show. Then I I was out of kind of funny content. I, this was just one day. Um, yeah. I had by that point become a patron and I, but so at that point I started marathoning through content, just going, going crazy. Um, so, but I had heard, I, I hadn't at this point never even watched or seen or heard of beyond. I, well, I'd heard about beyond, but I never saw it. Right. Yeah. So I was like, let me go watch their last episode. Cause like I, oh boy. so yeah. So you kind of, you kind of have an idea where this is going. So, yeah. um, so podcast beyond episode three thirty one, I believe. And I started watching it, and the moment I realized um, that I was a best friend was when Colin was reading gr- the, his letter to Greg, and I just burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, this, is a, this is a common thread for this podcast, but yeah. still. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I am a best friend. Holy shit. All right. I'm in. Like, not that I wasn't in, but like, all right. Yeah. So. Fast. It's not just a marketing. No, exactly. So fast forward to um, the you, you, t- you touched on Pax East earlier. I actually still have the Pax East kind of funny bracelet that Zyger gave me in oh, 2017. Nice. Um, I still have it, and because uh, that was the first kind of funny event I went to. Didn't know anybody. Whatever. Didn't care. I was, at the time, 
Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, meet the guys and stuff. Which is yeah. crazy to think about everything that happened, like, the week before and after, which is nuts to think about, right? But um, I was like, oh, my one, oh my God, it's really cold up here in Boston. By the way, that was the first time I ever saw snow was that weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. That's in March in 2017. But yeah. um, that's the first time. At, Boston's crazy. Yeah, Boston's crazy. <laughs> so uh, so that was amazing. Um, and uh, I didn't really, like, meet meet anybody, really. But I knew I was like, I have to go to Kind of Funny Life 3. I have to go. I have to go. Um, and uh, shout out to my uh, KF Duval fam because what ends up happening is, again, because I, one, immune to embarrassment, not scared of anything or anybody. So I'm totally comfortable, which is flying a, a halfway, well, now, well, not halfway, the entire way across the United States to go to San Francisco yeah. for three. What's crazy about that is, is I was like, I don't have any, any idea or about like the lodging arrangements in San Francisco. Never been there. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I I remember at the time on the kind of funny forums, Joey, who which is crazy to think about, wasn't even an employee yet, um, yeah. had a Excel spreadsheet of people looking for rooms, and I and the first two that so the first two slots were taken, Brendan, uh, Brendan Post and uh, Jeremy, whatever your last name is, I love you though, <laughs> I love you brother, uh, and then me, and that's how and so. What ends up happening is then um, my buddy Tyler joins. Zach Wenzel of Kind of Funny Duels fame happens. Yeah. And a uh, gentleman by the name of Robert Gazas, who I have not seen um, in a long time. But love you in case you're listening. Uh, miss you. Um, and we just be, we just fucking fit like a glove. Just, and so I was like, so not only am I a best friend, like I've made already friends just based off of that happening. And that's thanks to an Excel spreadsheet. And now we're, they're yeah. coming down for vacation in August. <laughs> to to yeah. visit, so it's like, so That's it's awesome. it's it's a it's crazy like world that that I live in. So I'm 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 incredibly thankful because um what's really what was really great for me to kind of tie it all in a bow is what was incredible about the, the New York trip for me was I for, I kind of didn't realize how like I, I I'm at this point and you I know you because I've talked to you about this we both feel the yeah. same way we've met the guys plenty of times now like we are friends with like which is not. Weird to say, like we're we're friends, like it's yeah, like cool, right? Um, fucking cool, Greg, stay with us in WrestleMania in New Orleans. Like, how fucking stupid yeah. is that, right? So yeah, that's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but like I for I always forget like the that like there are people that are you know that have been listening for years that never have had the opportunities that that you and I have had, which I'm mm-hmm. and so it it I remember I remember late into the meetup. I just took I just took a moment to just kind of pause and just scan and just watch like as like it, like it's such a wild experience to just watch like as you see like lives being changed like just yeah. and we're sitting in a bar in the middle of Manhattan just like yeah. like just watching like and and like I was like man like how fucking cool is this shit like wow it's mind blowing oh, that was my fa- that was my favorite thing before mm-hmm. uh, the world tour meetup that was my favorite thing during um, I don't. I don't think I got this best friend's name, but I was standing there running in between the guys trying to see what they needed. Right. Um, and there was one guy meeting Greg for the first time, and it was just – he was crying. Yeah. And it was happy tears, and it was a beautiful moment. Incredible. And it's it's something I told people in the, the kind of NYC community that we have. Like most of them have never met them, and they were all nervous about it. I was like, listen, 
I understand where the nerves are coming from because that was me at Kind of Funny Life 3. Yep, that was me. That was me. The only reason I, I said that, I, again, I said this story a million times. Only reason I made it out to Kind of Funny Life 3 is because two best friends knew that I lost my job mm-hmm. and they paid for me to go out. Yeah. There. That's the only way I could do right. it. And so I know what that means to meet them and be nervous. And But the moment you just say hi. That's it. Especially, I, they're all really great at this. Right. But Greg Miller is a special person. Yep. The moment you say hi to him, it is just like you're at ease. Yeah. He makes you feel at home. Yeah. And just seeing people that I know who are nervous just kind of that anxiety melt away. It's incredible. See, it's it's a really corny thing to say. It is. But, but I love you it. Could, you could see their lives change. It's incredible. Like they met their heroes and they weren't let down by it. Right. Which is awesome. Which is unbelievable, right? And so like I, I'll never forget it. Like because – and I, I posted about it too. Like I, I – I, I, I had a moment where I was like, oh, yeah, this is so much bigger than me. Like, it's – and like they, and they touch on it all the time too, right? It, they know yeah. that it's so much bigger than them. And like – and it's – the fact that there were, you know, as many people as there were was not was not a surprise to me at all. Um, yeah. it, you know, the fact that like we probably broke fire cord f- like four times over. Oh, um, yeah, we did. Is, <laughs> is like – is not – is not – but my one of my favorite things that happened that day specifically was – um, these two, um, God, I forgot their names. They're so awesome though. Um, cause like, as, as you do, I can, like, I can just pick up a conversation with whoever. I don't, I don't mind. So this guy, uh, who was, who was there with his friend, his friend's a kind of funny best friend, but he just was along for the ride. And he's just like, what the, who, what the fuck is going on? And, yeah. but to his, to his, to his, um, um, what's the opposite of detriment? To his, to like, eh, to, benefit? Yeah, to his benefit. And I think, um, and and it's something that I think he should be really really proud of is the fact that he he didn't he never was like down on it he was just like I want to understand what this is yeah what is this and so like and of course like that we we can talk about how to explain what this is to, to, yeah. yeah it's it's a fun thing to attempt and fail to do all the time oh, it's always fun. I feel it all the time I feel it all, with the, time. I feel it all the time too um they're like oh the cult thing yeah sure whatever. yeah it's cult like thing. but whatever. it's which is which is funny because like now that like. Um, a lot of my, I won't say a lot, but a few of my, of the kind of, kind of funny best friends that I met have met my friends here. Um, and like, so they're friends, which is like, which by the way is one of my favorite things to do is if I can take two communities that are different and merge them, fuck, like that's the best feeling in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. but the fact that he was just like, so like into it is something that I'll never, ever forget. It was, it was so special because I was just like. You get it, like you get it, and you've yeah. only been here an hour, and you're and at first it was fucks going on to like man, like this is really special, like yeah, it's cool, like is it? There's just this emotional resonance that that like when when you and and I'm not even talking about the guys, I'm just talking about when we are together, mm-hmm. it that is untouchable. Um, yeah, shit, man, like it happened when we were uh, just like five of us were out and, until four a.m. at Times Square. Just singing some karaoke, having a good time. Oh my god, yeah. We're, and we're just tired, but we're having a good time because we're together and we're friends. And, and you know what? Part of me, like, would because I was with you guys at a certain mm-hmm. point, and then I left because I was tired. Yeah. And, and then I get home and I see that you guys are still together in Times Square at karaoke. Right. And past me before, kind of funny. Like, oh, these guys are insane. Go home. Right. It's like it's too late. Right. But then I'm like, no, they're having the time of their yeah. life. They're with great people. Right. Why not? Yep. Like, I was, I almost drove around, got on a train to go back. Like, that's how much I missed what, it. What was, what was crazy about that, though, is because I, and I knew, I was like, if he's not asleep, 
I'm gonna tag him, and then hopefully he'll share it. It's so because you shared it, we got somebody else to join. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, which is but but that's it. Like that's exactly the secret sauce, right? It's like I maybe just because I don't know them doesn't mean I can't, right? Yeah. The barrier to entry is literally zero. You know, and I think the only barrier is knowing of a game that you're playing or a movie that you've right. watched. And that's very, very low. Right, exactly, exactly. So, like, um, <laughs> cause it, shit, it happened at, uh, um, what was that? What was the, the lunch place we went to near, uh, near MSG? I forgot the name of it now. Penzi. Yeah. Which, like, it was, which was really funny because I walked in and I was like, oh, there's a lot of options. That was not, I was not, I, I thought it was an actual brunch place and we were going to get mimosas and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, oh, there's a yeah. lot of things happening. All right, cool. And I remember there was, there was a lull at one point. And I just yelled, all right, get him on three. Let's go. <laughs> and then and then everyone just went, zoop, boom. And then now yeah. there's 15 of us talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. It's yeah. it's just, you know, it's it's cool, man. Like, I I just want everyone to feel what we feel, you know, whether yeah. where they live in all over the place. Like, who cares? You know, they could live in fucking Antarctica yeah. for all I know. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it's special. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I ask you what your favorite piece of content is, yes. um, I want to, if you're on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, a best friend in the New York area, his name is uh, Luis Vega. Um, he, <laughs> while, if you didn't know, during the meetup at the World Tour, we had over 600 people show up. God, it's so crazy. Um, and the lines were down the block, blocking businesses. We had public safety come. God. There were cops all over the place. It's crazy. But there were we were by um, Columbia University, and there were students walking by. I think they were coming back from a concert. Yep. And uh, Lu- Luis was outside, and he I don't know if this was his idea or someone else's idea, but he recorded himself answering the people's questions, like what's going on. <laughs> And he was like, oh, no, we're here to meet Johnny Ace, the tennis champion. <laughs> and, then, and he got people to believe that there was all these people to meet a tennis champion from Malta named Johnny it's Ace. And it's incredible to see him and the other best friends just kind of do it so naturally. It's brilliant. Oh, it's it's a beautiful video. So go go check I, that out on Twitter. I did check that out. It's, it is it is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. There's Super like an kudos. old lady like, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Right. It was wow. man. It was so it was so good. Like such a such a brilliant idea, really. Oh, it was so good. Um, so what is your favorite piece of content? That kind of funny. Does? Oh man. Um. So favorite piece of 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 content like one like one time content or favorite piece of like what, whatever you enjoy. Whatever they do that you enjoy the most. Uh, it could be something new. It could be something old. Like a particular okay moment in a show right. that you love. Okay. So. Um, so two, two things come to mind. Um, so I, you know, KFAF is way better. Not not that it was ever going to be bad. It was always going to be great, but like, yeah. Wow. Is it, is it just on another level? Um, it's brilliant. Um, and you know, if you're nothing made me happier than watching yesterday's episode yes. and seeing that they're doing battleships now. Oh, yeah. me. War boats. No, great. Yes. I was, yes. I, I was completely blindsided by that and I shouldn't have been, I absolutely should have yep. seen that coming. Um, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. It's a great, it's a, it's a lovely level up. Um, it's cause I was like, cause I remember when they first started doing connect, uh, you know, three and five or whatever. And I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, this, this, this is going to go on forever. And yeah. I was like, cause I was like, they're going to purposely be bad at connect four. Uh, and, uh, this bit is going to go for like 36 episodes. I, I, yeah. it's, it's subtle brilliance. Like it's very, I don't know. Like to me, I was like, man, this is very British dark comedy. Is what I, is, is how I yes. thought, right? I, yeah. I, so I thought it was super brilliant, um, and it's not something that I 
expected out of them, which is why it's so good, I think. Um, yeah. And I think I, I mentioned, um, and we talked about D&D before, but the, the – so – and this is so, so I'll mention two moments specifically, uh, or an, uh, an episode and a moment. Um, uh, the critical role cross, uh, um, kind of funny episode is for my money, the best gog episode of all time because mm. it, it, it's nothing, no piece of content from a personal note for me has given me more because that was my, I knew, I'd known. Travis and, and Laura from anime and um, yeah. video game conventions and shit like that. I didn't know who Matt or Mer- Mercer or Mercer Ray were. Um, and now I'm, of course, like, I love them so dearly now. Um, yeah. And uh, so that was my introduction to Critical Role. And then it's been off to the races. Like, honestly, like, the you know, the minute we sign off from here, I'm going to go back to the Twitch archive and start that shit from scratch for whatever. Yeah. I'm a few weeks behind. Oh, you really? Oh, boy. You got some shit. You got some cool shit to watch. Yeah, I do. Uh, man, it's, and it's tough, right? Because when you get behind, it takes forever to catch up. I'm also, I didn't watch along with Volume 1, mm. so I'm doing that as well now, too. Or a campaign. Yeah, one. yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot. Still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Because, like, and to give everybody context, this was, like, four and a half hours Sometime, most of the time, four hours long, episode yeah. to episode. The first campaign was 115 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's not counting the, I don't know, eight or nine, and eh, I mean, maybe six or seven one shots that were run during that time period. Um, mm-hmm. and this is, I think, episode 59 right now, um, yeah. of their second campaign, which is going really, really well. Um, it's, especially, you, especially you can get, you know, get through, I won't get, say get through it. That sounds negative, but, um, what, you know, listen to it on a podcast as you're doing something else. Or power to you. Um, I, I had the opportunity to, um, because of my, my overnight working marathon, the shit out of the first campaign. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I got caught up pretty quickly. Um, but, uh, and there are some moments in that, like, the fact that, like, so two, so two things, the fact that they were, that uh, all the kind of funny folks were so good at, at playing D&D for the first time is, yeah. is wild and, that's what ties into the strength of the current edition of, of, of Dungeons and Dragons being talked about barrier to entry being a lot lower than the previous centuries. Uh, one and and two, um, I actually have a critical role tattoo um, of uh, Vax and Vex, who who I know you're familiar with. Um, there are two characters in the in the first campaign, and um, and I was telling Greg about this after kind of funny prom at the VIP meet and greet, and he snapped a shot of it and sent it to Travis. And I was like, so I was like, what? Yeah, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? And uh, and then like, so I was like, oh, so like, so okay, so let's blow my mind again. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, so like, so that, so 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 those, so now, so kind of funny and, and critical are, are forever intertwined for me. And and every time I see Greg, I, I beg him for another another crossover episode. Oh. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, them you know being in LA makes that a little more difficult. And mm-hmm. now they're busy as you know busier than ever. Like. Oh my! So the, just for the uninitiated, they had a Kickstarter for an animated series, oh, and it's made insane. over ten million dollars. I think by the time we're recording it, it's a, I think it's about to break ten point nine. Yeah, so it might. Oh god, it's crazy. So what was the what was the original seven hundred fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think right now, as of right now, it is the fifth largest Kickstarter of all time, um, yeah. which is absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, um, both the, yeah, the fact that like the, these, those two communities intertwine so much is great. Like, like you and I, Aaron Porter's, uh, um, um, yep. a, a, 
Critical Role fan. He's a critter. Thank you. I, I don't know why I blanked on that. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Dornbush. Like, so it's it's it it's great that both incredibly positive communities are able to intertwine in such a way. Yeah. Um, so that's amazing. On top of the fact that you know they get like sixty thousand concurrent viewers on Twitch, which was just ugh, which is wild. Um, it's insane. But so moment um, for me. By far, and this has probably been mentioned on a previous episode, is the grapefruit. Uh, the grapefruit. Episode. Oh, yeah! I have never laughed so hard in my entire life. Like I remember, I, again, so overnight, right? So what's, what was crazy about that is I was I had the unfortunate matter of still having to go into the office, even though I, uh, <laughs> even though at, the, at at certain on certain days I was the only person in the entire office. Um, mm. What's great about that, however, um, and now that I don't work there, I can say it publicly, is I would bring – every once in a while, I would come in with no shoes on or I'd bring in a six-pack and like – Nice. So – because I was like, – it was definitely a point where I was like I, I'm like losing it in a negative way. So I'm just going to yeah. like fuck with this a little bit. And that helped – mm-hmm. it kind of probably gave me a little longevity because um, I almost quit like a couple times. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and I remember I I – Uproariously loud, like laughed at that, like, Ugh. like, uh, like, like. You ever like laugh so hard when you're sitting down that you had to stand up? Yes. yes. So, yes. so what happened was, as it was happening, I, I, I shot up, and my my earbuds, like, or uh, that were connected to my laptop, shot like, 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 shrug out, and like, so, like, uh, uh, out of my ears, and I, so I was just like, so I can't even hear it anymore. But I'm still just laughing so fucking hard. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite. What about you? Uh, I mean, that's most definitely up there, and I'm a I'm a visual uh, media consumer. Yeah. So like, I watch everything <laughs> on YouTube. I rarely listen to me too. The, the podcast version. Same version. So like, when that happened, seeing <laughs> seeing when they realize it, right. like it clicks in the brain, yeah. and then they just go nuts. Yeah. It's such a special moment that is ingrained in my brain. Yeah. Um. God, yeah, that's that's fantastic. I think uh, <laughs> the um, the Greg and Colin get mad at Kevin on Games Daily. Oh, oh, oh! The kind of funny morning show when he called him a cunt. Yes. Oh my God, I forgot. I almost forgot that about is a it. Great one. That's a great episode. That's a that's a great pro- that's a great moment for me too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. I think that that was like almost two and a half years ago. Like that's yeah. so wild. It's yeah. mind boggling. It feels like a long time. It ago. does. Um, and we're we're gonna go right back to that gog episode because uh, every episode my guest brings a, a gog topic to discuss amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. and you uh, very I'm very happy that you did. You brought up the critical role cross kind of funny episode, and it's not really each topic is just them playing. So right. it, we're we're gonna kind of like talk about the whole episode, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched about half of it mm-hmm. today for the first time in years. Yeah, and it's funny to see how. Like I to me, it felt like Greg was a little dismissive at first. Yes. Like, oh, we're gonna play like some like imaginary thing, right? And just how quickly it sweeps him up. Yes. And he's in, and you can tell he's in, and even Nick, whose character's name is just Nick, right? And <laughs> and Tim as a DM, That's great. Like, Tim was like did a fantastic job. Yeah. And I'm I'm with you. I wish there was more D and D crossover yeah, with kind of funny. Absolutely. I know. I think I remember hearing Andy say like he would love to do a D and D thing with kind of the kind of funny crew, right. which would be incredible. Right. Um, and it's also because this is where I also learned of Critical Role, mm-hmm. and 
that's how I, I, I started watching them. Um, speaking of campaign two, Jester made her first appearance it's, on this. It's episode. so crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, like not only is it a crossover, it's also like a a preview. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's it's so crazy. Like someone had to point that out to me, and it blew my fucking mind. Um, yeah, and it's the, it's the same accent. Like it's just, yeah. it's it's so crazy. Like I, uh, um, to, to your point about Greg, I th- what, what I thought was really interesting was like, you know, just kind of like he's like, all right, let's just see where it goes. And then I, 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 there was definitely like right, like I like it clicked. But then like when he was like when he when they surprised the giant and and had Nick cast fireball was like, I I yeah. remember vividly being like Greg gets D&D like that's yeah. that's it that's the special sauce you get it yep. 100% um and there's another moment where uh he dies mm-hmm. he goes unconscious mm-hmm. and i think Marisha or or Laura spares him right. and brings him up so he doesn't have to make death saving throws right. and then he gets healed by Marisha right. And then he asked to be healed by Laura, Jester. Yes, and I know you're going. Laura's like, uh, <laughs> uh, well, what are you going to give me? I want gold. And Greg's like, no, we're not doing this. And he just plays the heal role that Greg does, but as his character. Right. And it's so beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. And then, yeah. of course, Colin paying Laura's character to heal Greg. It just like it just worked. It just worked. Is that it just worked. is that right? And then isn't right after that when she casts Trump person on him? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. That's probably my favorite moment. Is like, is 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 him like, you know, because uh, it's one thing to 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 cash on person on somebody and then being like, all right, well, you know, what do you do? And he he just embraced it, right? And like, he's like, yeah. all right, and then like he comes out of it like, what what happened? <laughs> you bitch! Oh my god! Yeah. And, and even going with like Nick, Nick got the killing blow. I think on the dire wolf. Yeah. And he got to do a how do you want to do this, yes. which in Critical Role is when Matthew Mercer has you describe how you kill an enemy. Yes. And Nick did it so vividly and descriptive. Perfect. He, he did a magic missile and he described it going in the wolf's mouth and out through his digestive yep. tract, out his anus, and it went all over the other characters. Dude, it was great. He did such a great job yeah. of explaining it. Yeah. it's that's my. I think that's probably my... like favorite part about being a dm is is being able to say like it's, it's setting the scene and then you know letting the players you know kind of dictate it from there like um you know tell me what your what, what your spell looks like you know because your spell looks yeah. like looks different from when i cast it so what does yep. it look like um and so like i think that's a, a a great like place to just be able to describe what your victory looks like um that that's what i'm enjoying with my character that i'm playing as now yeah. i'm a warlock and uh, I basically describe it as I have a fidget cube, <laughs> and depending on what I do in the fidget cube is what spell comes out. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I loved how Nick described it, and uh, I I want to finish the episode. I think there's an hour left from when I stopped. But. Yeah, it's actually not. It's funny because like it's only you know it's less than two hours long, but they still mm-hmm. cover a, a lot of ground. Um. So so like you know even though like it's a you know. Critical roles four hours, and most sessions yeah. are usually between three and a half and, and four hours. Sometimes, um, you know, it's it's still you can still find, especially if you're you're someone out there that wants to DM and you know maybe you've not done it before, and you know there are there are one shots that you can put in put together and complete in an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Um. But uh. So it's it was it was great to go back and rewatch it and and kind of remind myself of of that and also 
Um, the fact that I've forgotten to thank Mike Drucker for submitting that topic uh, <laughs> because it's clearly changed both of our lives, really. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, which is funny because we we saw him at prom and then we saw him at the meet and greet, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, I forget. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to say hi. <laughs> Shit. Because it, it's fun. Like, obviously, we love kind of funny, but the the critical role community is just as loving, yeah, and and, and welcoming and wonderful to be a part of and it's it's i man i just want them to do this again yeah i just want them to go together i I need it i need it that was four years ago right the three uh, they were still in the spare bedroom yeah four during the episode that's so crazy to think about (laughs) yeah because like because i remember travis was complimenting Colin on his bourbon choices and yeah um (laughs) like the the and uh uh um it's it's like it's, it's 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 there's so many small things like from a a kind of funny lore perspective to that to pick up on around you know um, Kevin telling people to get closer to the mics and yes um and and uh, fucking uh, Tim talking about sliding in the DMs and yes shit like that it's it's uh it's it's a great one um it's and like Greg no beard God that's so weird now like a baby it's so weird now. It's so yeah. weird. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm glad he has a beard yeah. now. It's the right call. Um, and, and I think another reason why the episode is so special for you, you have the map. I do. I can't believe I forgot to mention that earlier. I'm glad you, yeah. you teed it up. So yeah, um, I was it's a quick behind the scenes story on that one. I almost I was really concerned I didn't get it because so um, for you know for those who may or may not know that you know January was a big kind of funny fundraising month and they yep. were auctioning off some. Some of some behind the scenes stuff and the map that uh, they played D and D on um, was signed by the kind of funny and the critical role folks, and I was like, I fucking need this. I don't yes. care yeah. what I have to spend, which ended up being two hundred fifty dollars, which I would have gladly played. I, I put I put a very early bid in. Really? I realized I do not have to <laughs> compete. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm very fortunate, um, but yes. uh, I I was like I I will do whatever it fucking takes. So. Um, and uh, there were a couple people that that, that were that were that were trying to, to take me out. Um, yeah. I won't name their names, but uh, I, won't, <laughs> I, I you know talk shit get shot right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no. So what was crazy about that though is I'm I'm beating on my phone right, and I'm also I'm I'm walking into a Hamilton sh- uh, show. Um, oh wow! Nice. In in Orlando, and and like the bidding ends right after um, intermission. So essentially. I have to put my last bid in, and there's nothing I can right. do. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing I can do. And so I was, I was telling like Tyler and and uh, and, and uh, Jeremy, who by the way, I by the way, I didn't look this up. I will point, I will point out, but I do remember his last name is Barrett. Um, and I was like, oh, like, like, keep an eye out for me, boys. Like, I, I need, I need, it's like I need it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, uh, I won. Um, and I was like, so I was like super amped about that. Um, after, and then that, of course, on top of watching Hamilton the musical, which is just fucking unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. really incredible. I love musicals, by the way. They're the shit. Uh, oh, and, uh, agreed. they're the best. Rent is the fucking bomb. Um, but what was crazy about that was when Joey was sending it to me, she hit me up, got the address and stuff like that, and was like, yeah, cool, Greg, we'll, we'll go to the mail and send it out. Um, then I never, like, so there was a while where I didn't get it, but I was like, ah, you know, Maybe they're just running behind. I don't care. Like whatever, right? They're they're gonna. Yeah. I don't need to worry about them making good. Like who cares? Yeah, exactly. Right? So then, um, 
about a like so this is in February, and about a month goes by. I still don't have it, but I'm I'm not sweating it. But Joey, to her credit, was like, "Hey, did you get the thing?" <laughs> yeah. So she, I was like, "You know, I don't think so." And uh, he's like, "What? Like we we said that all forever ago?" And so she was like running around and stuff like that. So what ended up happening was um, how it works at my condominium complex is you know bigger packages get sent to the office and they they let us know that we have them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd been up there three times and they were not there. But I went up there a fourth time and then suddenly it was there. So I was like, well, did it get there late? And I look at the, the manifest because they, they have like dates and times of and, yeah. and unit number. It got there February 25th and they just didn't huh. didn't fucking tell me. So it's been oh, it was wow. just sitting there the whole fucking time. And I was like, OK, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I got it. Like, let's go. Um, and uh, so so all all is well. That ends well. And I and I and like surprisingly didn't cry. Uh, <laughs> one of the one of the few times, um, and yeah. uh, so I I, uh, I opened it up and I was like, "Wow, this is this is so weird." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, super super monumental. Um, I two fandoms, yeah, coming, coming together, together. In one piece. Yeah, and then and then I was like, "I will put this over here. Um, I will wait to get a frame. I don't even want to touch it anymore. That's good." Yeah. Also, that was like three weeks ago, and I haven't got it framed yet because I'm lazy. But <laughs> well, I I still have all the po- I you know what I have them right here above my desk. These are all my kind of funny posters that are signed and stuff. Nah. <laughs> I, I need to I need to get that. Whatever, man. You have them. You have them. Yeah, Do you, boo boo? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So if you have not seen that episode, mm. do yourself a favor and go watch it. And if you enjoy watching it. Give Dungeons and Dragons a shot in Critical Role. Yes, because it is. For me, it, it took a while to get into, mm-hmm. um, just because I'm very much I want to know everything at the start. Yeah, and since they started, when they started streaming, it was like a couple of years into their campaign, right. so there was a lot of backstory that I didn't know. Uh, but they do a great job of keeping you up on it. Um, it's it's pretty special. Yes, it's it's a very special thing. Yeah, like there's like. There's some stuff that that happens that because uh, you you kind of forget that it's all like you know because obviously they they know their characters' personalities and stuff like that but like it's all like it's improv like they're just doing yeah it, you know but not in a way that they're performing right like they're they're just in the moment you know reacting mm-hmm. as you go which is that is the um is exactly the right in my opinion anyway the right way to play <laughs> and they're and they're all players who you know. From games and anime and cartoons and like Matthew Mercer is uh, McCree in Overwatch. Yeah, like that's that's his thing. Yeah, uh, Laura Bailey, you should know. Mm-hmm. Mary Mary Jane in Spider Man. She's in Last of Us Part Two. She's incredible. Travis was uh, Harvey Dent in the Batman Telltale series, right. which and Reggie in Infamous Second Son. Yep, Roy. You no, know Ashley Johnson. Like it's it's an incredible cast. You you know if not half the cast, about seventy percent of them. Um, Absolutely. And if and if you and if you don't, um, it's be- they they still done voices in something that you played. Almost guaranteed. Yeah. Fucking teed. Or watched. Uh, yeah. Also, um, Sam Regal for the win. Um, <laughs> he's your president. He's he's my president. He's my president. Absolutely. By the way, it's episode 123. In case you were curious, perfect. I was yeah. I was trying to find. That. <laughs> yeah, Gog episode 123. Go do it. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. 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 Now we're at the part of the show where the best friends out there ask you some questions. <laughs> uh, they send them over to at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter. <laughs> 
the first one is coming from uh, your buddy, Tyler Drummond. Yes. At Tyler Drummond on Twitter. Uh, can you ask Jacob why he's a <laughs> KF Duval? So, uh, while I was out in New York, um, so the rest of KF Duval was not able to make it, um, which is totally something that I respect. And by respect, I mean I told them that I was replacing them with kind of funny best friends that I met up there, and see y'all never. And I'm also canceling the Airbnb for the vacation. <laughs> so then the the uh, the memes from Star Wars Force Awakened popped up. Traitor, traitor, traitor. <laughs> so they actually, and then they they renamed. <laughs> They renamed our, our group chat, which I think was just KF Duval to Duval, more like Pooval, which I'm like, wow, we're six now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, wonderful. <laughs> and then what makes it even more fun was, so if you go to my Instagram, there's a picture from 3.32 in the morning on, um, you know, April, whatever the hell it is, um, of, uh, of us, what I kind of collectively called, um, meet the, uh, the kind of NYC survivors. Um, cause we were pretty confident we were the last people out and about, <laughs> yeah. um, which is funny cause that was, yeah, 322 in the morning, um, on April 7th. Um, and, uh, so they were like, what was really great about that was like, so I posted it and they're like, oh, I see Jacob. Like you actually, you actually did replace us. And they were like, and they were, w- w- the funny thing about it is like from a nationality, like and race standpoint, I had, yeah. I had accidentally checked all the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, wow, you really did it. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was really fucking funny. Um, so, uh, but not to be a bad guy. Um, I obviously did not cancel anything. Um, but it was, it was really funny. So when I, when I saw him post it on Twitter, I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> but, but well played. Awesome. But well, well played, Mr. Drummond. Well played. Um, he is my second favorite Canadian because Zach Wenzel is the man. Um, yeah, Zach is awesome. But I, I will say a really quick funny story about Zach um, is we are so polar opposites because, you know, I'm loud Jacob and he's quiet Canadian Zach. So mm-hmm. I think I mentioned this to you before. Uh, I like – he, because of course, again, Canadian, he, when after the KF Duval thing happened on Kind of Funny Games Daily, he sent like a thread to Kevin apologizing. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, he, dude, it's fine. But it, I, I love you, Zach, but you're Canadian and I, and I know you had, you felt like you, it was necessary. Um, yep. and I, I, but I love him so much and I, uh, one day when we have more doodles, I will, I'm so excited. They're all amazing. Oh, if you haven't watched them, by yeah. the way, you should fix that immediately. The KF Doodles that Zach makes are, again, some of my favorite content out of the Kind of Funny YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, they're awesome. They're amazing. I'm so glad that, that they embraced that. It was such a yeah. – it was such the right move because, like, um, it, not that they wouldn't, right? It's a, it's a yeah. duh. But it's the fact that they did. It, they, they, they had two decisions to make, right? They could just be like, cool, thanks. But they were like, yeah. no, dude. Bring you into the fold. Um, uh my my uh you know he gets he got you know some you know he got the behind the scenes pass at, at KFL three and prom yeah uh which he deserves um yeah and then he also you know hooked hooked us up with some drinks so appreciate nice. you sir very nice <laughs> uh our, our second and last question from the community yes. comes from uh my buddy C Fontana at Batchild twenty seven he was 
not the last episode, but two episodes ago on this show, uh, 3.5 or 5.0? Did you play 4.0? If so, thoughts? I thought it played like a video game, only on tabletop. So, quick shout out to Steve, though. That dude was incredible in Manhattan, guiding everyone around. When so it's something he didn't really need to do, um, yep. but he 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 absolutely owned it. He is fucking awesome. So shout out to you, Steve. Yeah. Um, so I did not, as I, m- as I mentioned earlier, my my uh, my first um, D D campaign um, that I ran or not ran that I played was in eighth grade, which I th- think was probably three. Um, I don't remember anything about it. Um, and so my so my origin story, so to speak, was with Pathfinder, but. Um, for the for those that don't know, uh, as far as like the Baldur Gate games and Neverwinter Nights, things like that, they are based off of D and D. The Baldur's Gate series was a, was the I want to say the second edition of Advanced Dungeons and Dragons rule set, and Neverwinter Nights was actually I believe the second version of three or maybe three point five. So, and so if you so the reason why I bring that up is if you played any of those games, you've in a way, played or understood what D and D looks like. Um, the the but to answer Steve's question, long story longer, um, I absolutely prefer five. Um, having done some research with three and and played those games, not that I'm you know obviously a super super into it because I haven't played a campaign with those. But um, you can't, at least in my opinion, you can't dispute the the fact that the barrier to entry with Dungeons and Dragons has never been lower. Um, and because with five, um, and I do it all the time as part of whether I'm running a one shot or a new campaign, um, I can spin up a character for someone that's never even heard of or knows anything about the mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons in very, a very short amount of time. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the math is far less intimidating. Um, You don't have to deal with negative HP and, you know, um, making sure if you have a a buff that gives you a negative, um, you you make a note of that and do the math with that. So, which again, makes things longer and, and, and turns longer and combat longer and, and then you don't get anything done. Um, and with 5e, you can get in and get out really fast. Um, I, I think it's a lot of fun. They've done a lot of streamlining of it. Um, to make it more accessible. And I think that's part of the reason, on top of the video streaming, you know, of D&D, like Critical Role, that makes it so successful. Um, and I think, not that you, we probably wouldn't have had, you know, the video streaming services options from a technology standpoint when 3.5e was around, but I, I don't think it would be as successful. Um, so shout out to Wizards of the Coast. Um, so, yeah. so 5e for the win. Um, it's not going anywhere anytime soon either. That's awesome. All right. We're at the last, uh, part of the show. Oh, no. Jacob. Uh, I, are you familiar with the Josh Makuka show? I I know I I've only now recently heard of Josh Makuka, okay. but I'm uh, an instant fan. He is absolutely my type of guy. Uh, but tell me about it. Uh, so uh, he has um his friends on a show, and it's very much kind of like this: get to know them about their life, play some games here and there. Uh, but he ends every single show with a three minute rapid fire question. Okay, where. He asks you a question, and the first thing that pops in your mind, you answer. So we're going to do that here. We're going to Makug style. Makug style. Um, so I'm going to do three minutes on the clock. All right. The first thing that pops in your head, you say what <laughs> All right, cool. Ready? Yep, let's go. Texting or talking? Texting. Fuck talking. <laughs> uh, last song you downloaded? Uh, last song I downloaded. Um, something from Two Steps from Hell, which is incredible, and uh, to, for my D&D campaign. Uh, probably uh, Hearts of Courage. Sweet. Uh, would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? 
Oh my God! Um, every language in the world. I'm a I'm a world traveler. Uh, I would love to speak every language and get to know people on a real level. Uh, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is whatever. <laughs> Invisibility or super strength? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, super strength because I think it'd be more helpful um, with uh, you know helping people and being able to be a superhero. I have a hero complex, so it's got to be that. <laughs> is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, you hypocrites. <laughs> Uh, favorite junk food? Oh my god! Um, oh my god! Uh, nachos. Uh, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Oh, um, uh, feudal Japan. Even though it would kill me because of racism. Uh, first celebrity crush. Oh, that's really good. Um, Vanessa Carlton because that th- oh, that good chance. yeah because that thousand mile song. That, fun fact: that's the first song I ever pirated. Ba boom. Uh, have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes, I'm a Floridian. It happens every day. <laughs> uh, is there such a thing as objective beauty? Uh, no, absolutely not. I, uh, I, I, I appreciate the beauties in the eye beholder, but uh, it is, it is, it is very personal. So no. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? I'm the king of hugs, Kyle. Absolutely. What's for dinner tonight? Uh, what did I eat early? Um, burger and some fries. Do you respect Kanye West? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do. I, I do. I really, really do. <laughs> uh, cake or pie? Pie. Fuck cake. Pecan pie especially is the best. Godfather or Star Wars? Oh, Star Wars. Based off of my earlier uh, earlier statement. How, well, this I was gonna I'm gonna read this one anyway, but I know the answer. How often is it healthy to cry? All the time, uh, all the time. As long as it's meaningful, <laughs> don't cry for no reason. Uh, scale of one to ten, how good are you at wiffle ball? Um, I am a I'm an eight. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? Huh. By the way, previous answer is based off of third grade me. Uh, yes, I have. Um, and uh, it did not feel as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, giving presents or getting presents? Giving. And uh, last question. Uh, do you like the name Charlie for a girl? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's a good name. Yeah. Charlie's aye. She's, uh, all right. Whether she's a tomboy, a tom girl, who cares? Is she cool? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, you rocked that three minute. Right Thank now. you. Was that was that all the questions? Well, yeah. Well, no. There's. I was picking. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Thank you. Um, there's like... I think 60, 70 questions on that. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Holy shit, that was cool. Uh, what was the one I got? Oh, the Animal Crackers one. That was a good that one. Was I need to ask f- that one every single time. Yeah, you do. Holy shit. <laughs> it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, Jacob, thanks so ma- much for coming. Oh, my God. This is a blast. This is so much fun. I'm so happy to sit down and actually talk to yes. you more than five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Straight uh, up. Yeah, this was, this was fantastic. Oh, my God. Um, if people want to follow you, where can they find so, you? So, on the Twitters and the Instagrams, uh, Duval King Jabub. Um, and, you know, for the most part, you know, Facebook's probably cool, too. Um, you guys are all my best friends. So, just Jacob A. Plick the Third on Facebook. So, feel, so feel free to find me. I will, you know... More than likely, probably at ninety five percent of the time, accept it without even asking anything. So, awesome. 
Uh, if you liked what you heard, you can follow this show at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter. Uh, listen to it at podcast services wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, do the podcast thing, rate it five stars, review it. If you want to be on this show, send me a message and I will add you to the ever growing list of best friends that I hope to get on. Um, if you are a PlayStation fan, I am a co host of the PlayStation podcast, The Trophy Room, with fellow best friend Mr. Badbit. Uh, you can follow that at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And the kind of NYC co founders, if you will, myself, Kelsey, and Mike, uh, we're starting up our own uh, nerd culture podcast called Dollar Slice Pod. Fuck uh, yeah. You can find that on Twitter at Dollar Slice Pod, and it should be on podcast services everywhere just like this. Um, so look out for it soon. We're recording the first episode this weekend. I'm very excited. Dude, that's um, awesome. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much again, Jacob. Absolutely. Awesome. Kyle, I love you. Thank you so much. Love you too, buddy. Uh, and remember, friends, be kinda to one another. Hey. Bye. <laughs>